So let me get into it. So the Florida thing, so that we can do a, this little cold open here. So this the Florida trip. The reason that Florida is a hellhole, and I hope it falls off the country and into the ocean. DeSantis? Is, well. Mosquitoes? <laughs> yes, but also. Sand? Course and I haven't everywhere. even gotten yeah like that's like the t- that's like the top and I the, all these other things are what most people would consider to be petty reasons and I still think they're good enough. Okay. So I had a family thing, like I was telling you guys. I won't get into that part, but so I we get to O'Hare, we're because we're leaving from Wisconsin. So we get to O'Hare. One, there was no direct flights, which was irritating. Um, no direct. No, not because they, the tickets that we got were for. Uh, no, we well, we ended up flying Southwest, which does do direct flights. Sure. But the tickets that got we got beforehand were for American, and they for whatever reason were like, no, we'll we'll make you lay over in O'Hare and then we'll go. And it's like, uh, okay, well, that's Ameri- American so, does that even in Tampa. When I flew out of Tampa anywhere, American gave me a layover. It depends on which direction I was going, but I would always have a layover either in Miami. DFW, so Dallas, or O'Hare, depending on what part of the country. Yeah, Amer- uh, yeah uh, Americans trash. They like I'm just good. so so. What happened was, we get there and the flight was at two o'clock, so we needed to be at O'Hare by noon, which I think is you know I always I always like to be there two hours early just to, you know, any TSA fuckery, anything like that, sure, you know, yeah. whatever. So, we get in and we're sitting down. TSA goes smoothly. We are sitting down at the gate. We're waiting. American waits 20 minutes before we're supposed to board and then cancels the flight and says, sorry, our pilot timed out. So no. Was the flight delayed? Go, well, no. Canceled. And so then we asked. Canceled. So people at the next question people ask is, well, can you, what's my next flight? And they go, uh, tomorrow at 5.30 in the morning. Yep, always. Okay, well, that's not going to work. So what are the options here? So some people took a random-ass flight that left in 15 minutes, and they had to run Stand across by. to a whole different terminal. <laughs> they had to get on. There was a United flight, and I looked at the person, and I was like, I'm not sprinting across this thing because <laughs> I know that it's not going to happen. It leaves in 15 minutes. Door which closes means in, ten, in five. In five, mm-hmm. I am not O'Hare is big as fuck. I am yeah, not sprinting and there, and across no, four there's terminals. There's no people movers either, so if you have to go from yeah. H to A, you're fucked. No, we had that that flight for United that was going from Terminal Four to One. Yeah, no, the gate even you're getting, running on the, the opposite side of O'Hare. No, no, no. That, that actually requires you to go outside and come back in. No, that's only the fifth terminal. Oh, okay. One through four okay. is all in the same building. But yes, exactly. So no thanks. No, that's not happening. So I was like, "Look, I found I found a flight on Southwest that's from two hours from now. Can you get me on that one?" And he goes. The guy goes, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, no problem. We'll get it." Oh, I, and he makes me sit there for fifteen minutes, and then goes, "Actually, I totally forgot. We don't shake hands with Southwest, so you can <sighs> do that, but you'll have to go buy the ticket, and then you know we can we'll work on getting you a refund later." And it's like whatever so we get the flight to southwest it goes off smoothly shout out to southwest that airline was flawless that flight so shout out to you guys for that particular flight 
I hate. I'm mostly mad at airlines. Also, my take on airlines right now, especially after the American one, <laughs> and especially because they got the biggest bailout. We should have never bailed you guys out. It was a mistake. You guys should have went bankrupt. Go fuck yourselves. Anyway, <laughs> right. so I, I, I don't like Southwest. <laughs> well, hey. Always, they got me where I needed to go on time and didn't give me any I always rough, joke and so. say trash airline for trash people. And it's not actually a bad airline, <laughs> but the people who are like, what's your number in line make the flight miserable. No one said that, but I'm glad because I would have spit at that person <laughs> if they did. But so anyway, so we, we're, we, we get to we land in Fort Myers, Florida. And immediately, this and this is by the time we've landed now. By the way, it's it's nine o'clock in the morning. Or no, ten, ten p.m. Okay. Ten, yeah, because it let yeah, it's about ten. And immediately, the 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 plane opens. We get towards the door, and it is like I am swimming. Like it is so humid <laughs> and muggy and gross. And hot, like, and I'm just like, ugh, what is going, and I'm like, why, what is this, like, so we get, we're walking through the airport, and all it is, is just a bunch of fucking old people (laughs) in Tommy Bahama t-shirts, and, checked all their golf clubs, too, and red hats, you know the kind, and it's (laughs) like, fucking, just like, I was just like, Bleh. I hate, I hate this. And I hate these people. So then we go to get an Uber. somewhere, brother. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's Jimmy Buffett time somewhere. Yeah, and so, sure. yeah, <laughs> and so, um, so we order. We have to order an Uber to get to this house. Um, and this house is super nice. So I was telling Alice before the show started, but the house that my uh, the group of family that I went with, they, it was a, at least a $2 million house, but it's an air, they rented an Airbnb and it's on the canal in Cape Coral. It's got like a little infinity pool. It had like five bedrooms. It was absolutely like one of the houses that you would kind of see like on a cribs or something back in the day. Like it just, it was very, very nice way too extravagant for the trip that was actually happening. But so we get an Uber ride and we're wearing masks because that is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I'm just do it. I'm just gonna yeah. put that out there. Not in Florida. And that hasn't been a thing in over a year. Oh, yeah. Missouri well, over here is, is you have to wear a mask when you do an Uber. So it's so we get into the Uber and the guy is so irate that we're wearing a mask <laughs> that he's like, I, I I just won't talk. And I said, Perfect. Good. Perfect. If there was a button, like, if there was a button to choose yeah. on this app that says "Don't talk to passenger," I would select yeah. it every. time. I would select it every yeah. time. Yeah, yes, and I know <laughs> yes. our wives always get mad at us for saying that, but we're right, yes. and I I don't apologize for it. <laughs> and so, yeah. but I was like, cool. Like I don't know what you thought you were getting at, like that you you had won something, but this was my desired outcome. So I appreciate you for obliging me. So a 30-minute silent Uber. Alexa's dying, by the way. Like, she, it is just because you know how she, she just has to talk. Like she, especially if somebody's Sense. driving her, she's like, I, it's, it's her job. Like she's a social worker. Like she just, I got to talk. Like, and so yeah. she's just, like, just mad. <laughs> so like, you know, I'm chilling. I'm scrolling through my phone like, yep. this is dope. Like, as long as you <laughs> shut the fuck up this whole ride, I might actually give you a better rating. 
And so, but then we get to the house. And we get out of the car, and immediately I'm met with this the shitty, nasty weather. Again, I'm just like, ugh, I hate this. And we get into this this house, and I'm like, oh, wow. I was like, okay, this house is actually gorgeous. It's really nice. It's got a nice view of the canal, blah, blah, blah. I was like, this you know, might not be half bad, whatever. I get up to my room, and I open the door Spires. to the bathroom, and there is a fucking cockroach <laughs> oh, the size no, of my, it's, it's a, my it's a pal- fucking it's a palmetto bug. fist. No, you you it was a cockroach. You don't have cockroaches in Florida. They're palmetto bugs. Alex, I'm tell- <laughs> I saw it. I know what cockroaches look <laughs> they, like. No, they, they are. They're called palmetto bugs is what everybody there says. Oh, okay. Yeah. Calmly like, but... I was like, dude, you're gaslighting me right now. I know it was a cockroach. <laughs> I've seen cockroaches. Yeah, and so I was like, it, the size of my fucking fist. Like, it was the biggest thing I'd ever seen. It was dead because clearly this company that owns this Airbnb sprays the shit out of their house all the time. Uh, but, like, it's just on its back dead, and it's the si- and I was just like... I literally look up at the side, and I, like, pull out my phone because I was about to text you guys and just all caps fucking Florida. But then I was like, no, no, I'll save this story. But I literally put my head up and I was just like, fucking Florida. And my sister comes to the room. She's like, what? And I just point at the ground. She's like, you know, freaks out, starts screaming or whatever. And so I take it and I, I do not, I don't know what possessed me to do this, but I pick, I pick it up in a napkin and one, the, the toxin was still working in it because as I crutch it with a napkin, it's like, bleh, like it's like worse. Yeah. Touch it, uh, like moving its legs and shit. And I'm like, oh, God, I fucking hate this. I, I. <laughs> so I walk across the street and I walk over into the neighbor's driveway and I just go, here you go. And I just like throw it on their driveway. And I'm just like, fuck you. Like, I don't, this is whatever. And so then I walk back in the house and... Then, the rest of the trip was, so the next day was left over from a, a hurricane that hit somewhere else, I don't know, some tropical storm. So the, sure, the sure. next day was a tropical storm warning. Damn. So it's basically just raining sideways the whole day. And yeah. I still went out and got in the pool because I was like, fuck this, I'm only here for two days. Yeah, so pool. I'm getting pool time. Hey, look, I'm either going to get wet from the rain or I'm going to get wet from the pool. It doesn't really matter. I'm going to be wet either way. <laughs> So, as long as there's no lightning, I don't care. So I'm, you know, I'm out there doing this thing, whatever. The next day was actually not bad weather as far as the sun was concerned. However, it was 90 degrees, 89 percent humidity. Well, the storm brought in all the water. Shut up! Ew! <laughs> it's gross. And. So it's just like immediately, like I open what I didn't even have to open. I, we wake up that morning, and it was just like wet. Like you just you're just like the air. Everything like, it feels like you could grab water out of the air, and like just squeeze your fist, and water would come out of human. your fist. Like yeah. yes, and so I'm like, ugh, just this is. And so I'm like, well, I'm definitely getting in the pool today because I don't want to have to deal with this. And what I experienced after that was apparently even the sun is shittier in Florida. And so <laughs> even though I used a, just a oh, little bit of sunburn, sunblock, yeah, I got sunburned as 
fuck. Yeah. Like the the worst sunburn I the equator, I've ever man. had. To the po- yeah. Well, yeah. So everybody goes like, oh man, yeah, it's close to the equator. This she'll take your skin off. Then I immediately go, why live here? Why? <laughs> it's shitty. It's fucking humid. I used, it's trash. I used to it's carry hot. sunscreen with me, like in the car. I would just like, you know, or like when oh, I was going out. I was, if I'm gonna be out longer, yeah, people are just like, on. yeah. People like you have to reapply like every three hours. Like we just carry it around with yeah. us all the time. That's fucking <laughs> stupid. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like it's like my uncle in Arizona. He lives in Phoenix, and he talks about all the time. It's dry heat. It's dry heat. Whatever. If there is somewhere, and and but then in the summer it gets so hot there that his tennis shoes will melt to blacktop because the the blacktop gets to be like 180 degrees or some shit. I go. That is the universe telling you you're not supposed to live there. If your shoes melt to the ground while you're walking, you pack it up. Go home. It, so the floor thing, yeah. So then, I only today. It is now Wednesday, and this I left there Sunday morning. Sure. Only today have I finally had a night where I was able to sleep all the way through the night without waking up with just in brutal pain because I moved some way and my skin felt like it was ripping off my body. It's so is cool. A hell state for 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 people. I don't. All I'm saying, I'm glad, Alex. I'm glad you don't live there anymore. So yeah. I'm so the glad humidity was never anymore. that bad where we lived in Tampa. Not as bad. Like when you get to the south, where like Miami and stuff is, like you can go out and almost like drink the water out of the air, right? Like I remember I was there for a Ew. meeting one time, and somebody was like, "Hey," they were like, "Hey, we're gonna do this like morning run sort of thing," and I was like, "No," it was just because like you, you can't you can't breathe in this stuff. Um, but the palmetto bugs are real. We used to, we had like lawn services and stuff, so they weren't bad, but like sometimes, yeah, you just, you'd be like another pet running around your house. Say, how's it going? Um, we, we had a lot less of them. Cockroaches. We went, we went all tile because like they feed on glue. Well, interesting enough, like the glue in the carpet. So if you're, if you're all tile, there's less of them. Um, but yeah, no, Florida, look, Florida sucks. I don't know what to, like, there's, there's a lot of, <laughs> I, there's a lot of I got off. I got off the plane back here in Wisconsin, and I almost did the crazy person thing of kissing the ground when I got, like, I was so happy. And now that Preston lives here, he can attest. Outside been t- nice. today, it, today it rained. It's been fucking nice. the weather's fucking awesome here. It's 60, so 70-ish. So it's, it's, yep. it's warm here in Atlanta today. It's 83. And it gets humid here because nope. I realize, like, apparently all the humidity sits at the base of the Smokies where we are. Um, so it gets oh, humid. Sure. The people, though, are so nice here. Like, that's the thing. Yes. To, to your point about the, the Uber driver, like... Yeah, everybody were, in Florida was... That was the thing. Every person I dealt with was shitty. If, if I wasn't going somewhere where people knew me, like comic book shop, the gym, wherever, like where people knew me and were nice to me, you would almost have to like mentally prepare yourself because like there's a 50-50 chance... I'm going to go in, get out, and not speak to a single person, or I'm going to go in and get accosted by somebody. Like, literally, yeah. it's just, it, it <laughs> sucks. Like, I told I told yeah. Allie the story one time right before we left, and I'll tell this quickly and we can move on. Um, I was on a two-lane bridge crossing over, actually down in the area you were, um, crossing over to meet my mom for lunch or something, and there was, like, traffic, and the speed limit was 60 miles an hour on this bridge going over water, and I think we were going, like, 40, and it was bumper to bumper, and this dude behind me was losing 
his mind. Like, flipping off, like, hitting a steering wheel, yelling, and then eventually, like, we all start to open up, and I get over to the right, and he just, like, zooms by me and flips me off, and I'm just like, where could I have gone, dude? Like, we're we're literally in, like, bumper-to-bumper track. Like, we're moving, That's why but we're all we moving want. at 40. Like, if what we do you ever... want me to do? If we ever get to a future in which, like, you know, governments don't exist or whatever, for whatever reason, like, some natural disaster happens and it's just, like, Mad Max land, I just want everybody to know that if I am around during that time, if any shenanigans happen on the road while I'm driving, I am I will go out of my way to fishtail you into a wall <laughs> every time. Don't do I don't care if you have your family in the car, whatever. You shouldn't have been a dickhead on the, dro- on the road. I will fishtail you. Yeah. Florida sucks. Florida sucks. Yes. Not to, uh, so that's my yeah. That's my take on Florida. Sure. Sucks all the way up the chain. Hot Florida take. Hot. Yeah. I don't even Dude. know that it's that much of a hot take, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if we have people who live in Florida, either they'll agree with me and be begging to get out, or they will stop listening to this podcast after I <laughs> said what I had to say about I Florida. Say, I say but. every day we moved out at the right time, especially with some of the things that have passed recently. But anyway. A hundred percent. All right. Shall we do it? Count it in. Count it Let's in. Let's do it. Three. Two. One. Start. Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of The Testing Room, where three of the gaming industry's best video game consultants, who have never actually consulted on a video game, bring you new topics each and every week, and this week is going to be all about our hatred for Florida. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look, hey, no joke, I might be able to fill a podcast with here you it. Go. Uh, you I, I'm Alex, a.k.a. The Godfather. I'm Christian, a.k.a. Pseudo-Widow45. My name is Preston. AKA fucking dog Jedi, and I live in Milwaukee now. You do? How is it? It's not bad. We uh, we got moved in because the boxes done. I uh, been procrastinating on taking the boxes out to the actual trash can. Um, you still haven't taken them out? No, man. I, mean, I worked today. I worked. Yeah, but you had free time last night after we got done with dinner. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, free time last night was no, watching Stranger Things. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, got a bunch of boxes over here to take out to the trash can. But yeah, no, it's uh, I'm in Milwaukee. It's fun. It's great. House it's Tedward. fantastic. Uh, what's that? How's Tedward? He's fine. He's uh, chilling right now. Good. Next to me, laying down, having a good time. He uh, he misses having the backyard uh, from Mama Burns' place. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. And even Mama Burns uh, missed him. He's like, she's like, I came back from work the other night and uh, Ted wasn't there to greet me. I'm like, yeah, you made me want to. You made me want to get a dog, right? And he's like, no, no, I don't want to get a dog. I'm like, mm. I know she I'm needs sure a dog. He definitely misses the backyard. However, I feel like I'm very excited for Teddy going to the beach this summer. I oh think, yeah, I think yeah. he's gonna have a good time at the beach. We'll have a great time at the beach, I'm sure. Uh, right now, we've just been. Unpacking and everything else is done for the most part as far as uh, getting moved in, if you will. Uh, but yeah, Milwaukee resident. Trying, we're, we're doing it. We got it in. 
Yeah. Are you an official resident now? Have you changed over your license and all that fun stuff? <laughs> Not license and stuff, um, but yeah, most of my Don't worry, uh, change I still of have addresses to do my and my plates. You haven't done either of those? You've been there way oh. longer than I've been in Atlanta. I've almost been here a year. Almost a year. Dude, okay, yeah. so I would side note, go look into that because uh I had we did that we did it here in Georgia. We I, had to pay a fee, like because we waited so long. Really? Yeah. Florida Florida No So what spawned it, Florida, being the asshole state that they are, sent me a letter and said, Hey man, here's this uh, document. We see you still have two cars registered in the state, but you no longer have insurance in the state because we moved to Georgia and we got Georgia car insurance. Sure. And they're like, uh we're going to cancel your license in the next like seven days and you're going to have to pay to reinstate it. I'm thinking like, I don't, I don't care. Cause like, I'll just get this license. Right. Like no big deal. Yeah. yeah. And I did. Um, and I had to fill out this document saying like we moved and I got my cars registered and licensed and I sent it all back and with like a middle, middle finger photo. Not really. I should have. Um, but when we paid Georgia, we did have to pay a fee because we waited. So like every state has those rules. Most people are a month. To move that so over. Wisconsin doesn't matter because Alexa just did hers two weeks ago, okay. and there was no issue. So Wisconsin's nice. chill about Georgia's it. license so, is dope, way better than what I had. So I don't know what you guys have, but we're rocking with some like multicolored peaches, the, like pink and greens, like hologram and all kinds of cool shit. Wisconsin has the real ID thing, mm-hmm. so it's like the whole like fancy, you know, so we real have, ID thing. Yeah. But yeah, they're cool. All right. Well, good. Yeah, I'm good. glad you're in Milwaukee. How far are you from Christian? Ten minutes. Ten? Oh. Yeah, ten minutes. Yeah, Nothing. tops. Yeah. I would get a bike. Just ride, like, bike that shit. I'm, put a, put a basket be, on the front. I could, but there's just some highways involved. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there is a little. Yeah, we. you can take neighborhood stuff, though. If I need to, yeah, I could. That's totally what I would do. But yeah, no, outside of that, yeah. It's, uh, it's great. Uh, Teddy and has now the... Uh, known knowledge of seagulls being garbage uh birds uh so there's been uh seagulls two of them on each side of this goddamn complex every time i walk by it like it's it's there's no failing it there's always two on each side they're fucking uh, they're so bad there's they're horrible horrible birds um, but they, they sit there and they laugh at you. Good guy all Preston day. hates birds. We just found the one I thing. No, I love birds. Preston. I hate seagulls. Seagulls. <laughs> uh, they, they laugh at you all day and they laugh at you when you come in. I throw his shit away in baggies. They're laughing at me when I do that. And then doesn't matter if it's raining, doesn't matter what time of night, they are always there making their noises. Like, this is the one bird that does not shut the fuck up is seagulls. Uh, outside, true. Of, outside of my like my my childhood like um, issue with them, it's seagulls are horrible. The worst birds in the world. I've had three slamming in my windows here, <laughs> full speed, and every single time. They're I'm so big that too. They're, they're big here, dude. Oh they my are. God. I think it's because they eat people. Like because Wisconsin food <laughs> is people. so hearty. <laughs> that they eat people's like crazy like food that just makes them jacked like oh I'm sure yeah, yeah I've seen people I've seen a seagull fly away with somebody's like full ass like double cheeseburger once oh yeah and yeah these guys are so huge like they're all they're everywhere but yeah either way yeah uh, yeah but yeah it's a uh, Milwaukee boy 
I got the, uh, He's already looking into fighting game locals. I was going to say I'm uh, looking yeah. into the uh, fighting game community in the All area. Right. So we have uh, they do a monthly, I think, thing. Or at least once every two weeks they do a, uh, a fighting game event, if you will. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking into that. It's a cool place they can do it. At, and I'll uh, get into that a little bit more once we uh, dive into it, if you will. Well, yeah. why don't we dive into your week? Why don't you go ahead and go since... You're talking here. Take it away. Have yeah, you play, have you this played is my anything? week already. Hell no, I haven't played. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, no, I've uh, watched a little Stranger Things, watched Obi One, been loving both those. Um, actually, I think I've even had the same amount of episodes each. Yeah, so it's like the two for Obi One and two for Stranger Things. So yeah, it's uh, I've watched both of those with two episodes, and that's been fantastic. Uh, so Stranger Things, Obi One. Stranger Things Very is good. good. We we that came out on Memorial Day weekend with like a bunch of other things. Stranger Things came out. Um, I watched it when I moved in. Yeah. God, I can't think. There were like three things we watched, like two new shows that dropped on the same day, and something else um, that Allie and I watched. But we binged. love Death and uh, Robots. I know that came out, but that's not one that we we did watch. Okay. But like Fair enough. we binged Stranger Things in like a day. Like I was like, oh, it's oh, on. I'm, I'm taking it easy. The whole season. For sure. Nope. Don't take it too easy because, yeah. like, it's two parts, and the second part well, comes out the whole in like thing thirty is, like, days. Like, part one, I'm like, God damn it. Okay, all right. Yeah, part two is like a month. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, Obi Wan. So, have you watched Obi Wan today? I have not watched. No, the new one comes out tomorrow. Uh, are Wednesdays. you sure? Wednesdays. Preston, you know what today Today's is? Today's Wednesday. Today's Tuesday. Nope. <laughs> we went to dinner yesterday, which was a Tuesday. Fair enough. So there's movie one. I'll be watching that as soon as I get off this podcast. <laughs> Actually, so I've been Disney, moving. It's been it's, it's been a long. Dude, week. Disney the, dropped. Dude, the 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 confidence. Like he was like today's Tuesday. Yeah. Like, like just Tuesday? like Tuesday. Fuck nope. Off. Today is nope. Tuesday. All right. Fair uh, enough. Disney dropped uh, Obi Wan and Miss Marvel today. Yes, that's the whole thing. Yeah, is that Miss mm-hmm. Marvel and Obi Wan this week? So, yep. Uh, yeah, we're watching that. I'm going to see you off here, apparently. So Yeah, <laughs> you should. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. I'll watch it. But no, we'll anything. hear about that. The, the past three episodes of Obi-Wan were fantastic. The first two, they dropped on the same day. Yeah. Um, I had a friend, uh, Michael. Uh, he uh, he said it was like a little slow for him. Like, yeah, they, that's why they dropped two episodes the day of it, to give you that fill, give, to give you all of it. Like, just watch both episodes. Mm-hmm. That's why they did both at the same time. Um, and I think the third one did a lot. The third one, like definitely gave you the prompt. What, what you thought you would want from an OE one series is what the third episode gave you. Um, so I don't know if Christian watched it or Alex watched it, but it's the third episode of the OE one series is, I feel really good. I, I've, I've only watched very, the first two. I'm all caught up. Third is the, we're I, sad. I have two problems with the show. One's not sure. actually. What's not a problem? One is a missed opportunity. My only problem with the show is that we know how it ends or how it doesn't in terms of Anakin and Obi Wan, right? Like, I, I'm I mean, going into yeah, this watching it knowing. So like, it's so it's your same problem with Rogue One. No, not necessarily. No, because those are different characters. Yeah, yeah. like, but with this, but you know what the ending of that is. Like that's what because I remember you said the same thing. Yeah, about Rogue One. yeah. So like that's that's kind of a problem. I I hope. Because they went out and they got Hayden Christensen to like agree to do this, yeah. I hope they don't end it here. Because I personally, I, 
I love the show, and it was one of my most anticipated Disney shows and Star Wars stuff in general. So I love the show, but I hope they also bring him back for Ahsoka next year. They have confirmed it. Okay, great, because he has way yes. more involvement I, emotionally so, to me with Ahsoka. So like, I'll be super excited yes. there. The other yes. one is a missed opportunity. Um, I don't. I. I don't. It's not a spoiler. I'll just say this. If you haven't watched episode three and you're listening to this, skip forward say, 45 no, seconds. Oh, Christian hasn't watched episode three. It's fine. I'm not going to, it's not going to be a story spoiler. All right. Okay. Um, there's one part where they had a chance to make, to make Darth Vader absolutely terrifying. And they did, I felt, mm, but they could have done it better because in every horror movie, my biggest problem is when, well, now I know he shows up in episode three. He showed up at the end of episode two, <laughs> Christian. You've already seen that. Yeah, but I didn't know it was going to happen that soon. It was, he was in a fucking water tank in the end of episode two. Well, you don't know who he shows up to or what. Back to. So, you know, in every, in every slasher film, like the bad guy walks around and all we've ever seen Darth Vader do is walk around Sure. Preston, there's one scene in episode three that does make him terrifying. But yeah. if if they would have had him sprint rather than walk at one part, I think everybody would have audibly in their home, like I audibly in my house would have gasped. I mean, like, oh shit, like if they had him run rather than sure. walk. And I feel like it was a missed opportunity. Christian, when you see it, you'll you'll understand what I'm talking about. Here's the thing. But like it would you know <laughs> it's a bad like, It would have made him absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Here's the thing. And this I will I won't say specifically because people can tune back in, so I won't say specifically about that character, but in general, I think it's a a shame. Because it's something that the games always get right and the movies never do, but there's the one scene in the first movie where Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon use the Force Dash to get through a door. Sure. Yeah. Really and cares. no one ever does it ever again. <laughs> ever. And it's nope. so stupid because it would solve the problem that you're talking about, Alex. It's like, okay, it makes sense that if that character might not be able to sprint because his legs are gone, right? Like, and so he's got robot legs, and so he's probably going to look a little general grievousy and look a little weird. So it's probably not going to work out the way that you want it to work out. Sure, sure. But a force dash totally <laughs> solves that problem. Force speed. Like, imagine in the, the scene, because I haven't seen this scene, because you spoiled it for me, but the scene, <laughs> the scene that you're talking about, imagine a situation in which he didn't have to sprint, but he just goes, whop, and like, just like, Dash is super fast and is right in that person's face or wherever that, it is that you need to go. If that was established in this universe beyond just those two using it, if that was a thing, I would have said that instead of sprint. But like it, it would have, it would have made that scene. But scene it I'm is about, established because there's games no, that are canon still that yeah. do it. No, I agree. But I'm just saying, like, if they use that more, 100. Yeah. percent Like it would. The scene I'm talking about, it would have made it fucking terrifying. You would have seen that and be like, yes. oh my gosh. It's it's, like, it, it's so annoying. It they, it, the, it is it's. I get pissed every single time because I'm just like, it would be so sick. Like the other problem, I don't know. I've got star Wars stuff in my week. So we'll, the, we'll the other problem. And this is, this, there's nothing you can do about this one. But the other thing that sucks is like the very first time we see Darth Vader is in like four, three, four, five and six. Right. Um, and I never found him overly scary. Like I get, he was a big bad guy. Well, technically the first time we see him is in row one. 
No, I'm talking about like legitimately like the first time ever seeing Oh, like yeah, people. Yeah, like people. Sure. I never yeah. found him utterly scary um until like the end of Rogue One and then the game he was pretty good and then some of the stuff he does in the show is incredible. The problem though is just like and again, nothing you do about this. He does way cooler stuff now than he ever will as an older Darth Vader. And that's just, that yeah, is what it is with movies. I, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, you can't do anything about that, but, like... I think, I think yeah, it's because his that. role, like, I think that because as the canon grew mm-hmm. of Anakin, right? Like, whether it's the extended universe stuff or whatever, it was very clear that Darth Vader was a shit ton more powerful than he was allowed to... He had became more powerful over time than he was in those original movies, For sure. right? Yeah. yeah. And so as he gets all these more powers, people are like, yo, he'd be terrifying. You you need like, to watch episode three, dude, because there's some shit yeah. where you're just like, and I so, can't believe it. Did you like, read five other books so you know how cool he is? No. <laughs> we'll go there. Yeah. I'll, I'll I don't want to take this stuff, so pre- yeah, press, yeah. press and finish up your week. Yeah. Uh, that's my week. Movie Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Watch so them then I'll just watch them. Stranger Things. That's all. So I'll just I'll piggyback off your Star Stranger Wars. Stranger Things is great. Preston, so keep plugging away. I. Oh. So this week I I played some games, one of which was I finally got around to uh, Fallen Order. Right, Fallen Jedi Order. Jedi Fallen Order or whatever. Um, very weird how they do the did titles. You, but did you way, play that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? I think. Did yes. you yeah, play yeah. that yeah. before the announcement or after? Before, after, no, really, you guys put the announcement of the new trailer in okay. for Survivor looks or whatever. Good. That's what Pete and I was like. Good. I was like, damn, I need to get That's her out of that game, huh? And then Preston was like, "You motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> you never watch the shows I tell you to watch." Like all this, he's like, "You got to play this goddamn game." So I was like, "You're right, it's you're fun. right, you're right." So I, so I go to play it. The game's good. It's fun. I don't have any problems with the game. It is good. I don't. I. I. So I played it on my Series S. Um, performance was great. Locked I'm sixty sure. the whole time, so phenomenal there. Didn't have any issues. Um, the game is still very buggy. Like ah uh, yeah yeah, it's not surprising. Yeah. I have se- I-, I was looking up things just to make sure that it wasn't me. I sent you guys a video of me being able mm-hmm. to get Cal sort of just to like float through the air and sort of ballerina his way what through that? things. It's very funny. That's EA, right? Yeah, it's EA who published it. Respawn, the yeah. guys who do Titanfall and Apex, yeah. that is their that's their game. Yeah. Um, hell of a proof of concept game though to prove that Respawn can do something other than oh, shooters yeah. though. Like hell yeah, flat out. Um, my real only complaint about the game is that I think Cal is like the most generic white, white bread, bread. dull yeah. character. Yeah. Like if. If unseasoned chicken was a character, it would be Cal. Like, <laughs> hey, be be nice because the guy that played Cal is a good actor, and I actually hope he reprises I'm sure himself. He is no, yeah, I, I yeah. reprise himself as he'll Cal be in, in the live shows. action. Like, yeah, that'll and be exciting. From what yeah, I've please, seen, please, like, please. Uh, yeah, from what I understand, that actor has great chops. I yeah. think it's just the way the game Shameless. was written or whatever. Sure. It just and and hey, look, people have always said. We saw it with Peter Dinklage, right? Peter Dinklage is a great actor. He's a trash voice actor. Like <laughs> <laughs> he took that check and ran. Yeah, no, but but he all but like he did, but he did bad. Yeah. Like we can all admit, like that first him as Ghost and Destiny was bad. And so it's a different skill set. Like it's hard. Yeah. Like I so I you know 
hopefully it's something that he gets better at over time or whatever, and maybe the writing will be better. How, but how dope was Dathomir though? So yeah, so that was cool. So I figured out about halfway through Dathomir that I was like, "Is this the Darth Maul planet? Like, it are these is. the Darth Maul people?" Yeah. And then I like zoomed in on some dude's face, and I was like, "It is the Christian Darth Maul planet." Know. Christian and so I was like, the right on, cool, that's dope. That, yeah. The chick, the um, chick from Dathmir is dope. Like she's cool. Yeah. I think that it's a shame that she joins your party so late. Yeah, but um, it's she's cool. Uh, I thought that there was some story stuff that I thought was like it was very. Uh, like predictable like there was a couple things like sure, I knew, sure. like when yeah, you yeah. when you meet the second sister or whatever mm-hmm. and then you find out it's trilla who's the the apprentice of the chick that you travel with i was like well she's gonna turn good by the end she's gonna have a change of heart somewhere towards the end and then she does right like right at the end she's like oh shit but then bump da our man <laughs> vader who we were just talking about shows up and just is like bop an like end. just mm-hmm. cut, cuts her he's like fuck you anyway so, in that moment, again, he does a force dash multiple times to catch yeah. you. Like, or he just, like, blows open doors and all this other shit, and you have to, like, flood a thing to, like, Such a great stop ending. him from chasing you. Fucking and he's, like, holding back a whole flood of water and then doing other things with his other hand. Like, it's very, very cool. Phenomenal. But, but. it's still infuriating because, and this is why, Preston, I messaged, I put in the group chat, I was asking about as far as canon for games, and I was asking about um, Force Unleashed. Yeah. And it's because that version of Darth Vader in Force Unleashed, when you're playing number two, and you're, like, fighting on Kashyyyk as Darth Vader, and you're just, like, fucking sending people, like, a bazillion miles away and blowing people and, like, dashing everywhere and just, like, doing instant finishers on people. That is the best version of Darth Vader that I've ever seen to the point where, like, and when I I remember playing that game, and then, like, I was like, this is so sick, da-da-da-da, and then when I met you later on, like, when I had moved to St. Louis, and we had talked about it, you were like, you said that that was the closest version that you had seen to the, like, the cool books that you had read about Darth Vader, like, ever. Him being that much of a badass, him being a scary character. Did they make that Legends? Is it still canon? Force Unleashed is Legends. No. Legends. Force Unleashed, they removed. Yeah. They said that yeah. it's no longer it's canon Legends. anymore. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Legends. Legends yeah. is the, like, the extended universe yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's so frustrating because then, like, they, that game, that game still... So that, my time with Fallen Order <laughs> ended up me being like, this is cool, and this is good, and I, I, like, like, I enjoyed my time with it, but it made me more pissed about the disservice that, that yeah. I believe Force Unleashed got. Well, like, dude... Hey man, that scene, who, I know that, that back tank person with the long blonde hair, like platinum blonde hair. Like my, my, that might be Star Killer. Who knows? But, but my point is, like with that game, like I remember that first one when you he sat there and you had to bring down a star yeah, destroyer the and world. smash it yeah. into a pla- like, and you had to do the controls for it and also it was fucking awesome. And yep. that's the kind of shit that I wish Star Wars would do more. And so that's why, like when I got to that Darth Vader scene in Fallen Order. I was like, yo, this was like that was really cool. And it ended up being the best scene in the game to me, but it's because everything else that happened before that was so 
Like, it was just normal. Like, it was just sure. normal Star Wars things and not, like, the yeah. hype, really cool shit that can happen. Um, but, no, the game's good. I liked it. I didn't... I don't <laughs> have a desire to do... Like, I literally, as soon as I got credits, I was like, great, boop. Done. And I turned around and I uninstalled it and was like, I'm, I, I did not have a desire to go back and do any of the extras or anything like that. It's all cosmetic shit um, anyway. You get, like, lightsaber Yeah. Yeah, it's stuff. just... Yeah. No, color like lightsabers I, and yeah so i i, I moved on from that um i th- i think last week or this has been a little bit but i think i talked about norco last weekend beating it because it was like five hours long i did yeah i talked about norco yes, for did. sure so yeah that's fine i have to i'm like looking through games i played <laughs> um so then uh this is vi- i have very sad news to report but what? what i had to text alex Earlier this week, and beg for forgiveness what? because a new Final Fantasy fourteen patch hit. Jesus fucking Christ! And I needed to get through story content to I be able to do died. it. So <laughs> I, I blasted through the story content so that I could make sure that I have the stuff to unlock and like use the new the new things. Um, not gonna bore anybody. It's great. The new story setup is phenomenal. I promised Christian I would it, I would finish the story, the main story, sometime this week. I didn't make that promise. Yeah. Um, but it's it's phenomenal. It's it's all great. So I'll, I'll just leave it at that. You sure. know. Um, you know how irritated you're going to be when you remember that where I left off was like halfway through the final mission. It was like the place like, Hey, just so you know, <laughs> you need to buckle in for the next hour or two because like a lot of, it wasn't, I remember exactly where you left off and it's, you still have one more solid chunk. I would say you have like, it is one session, but I would say you have a solid four to five hours left. Okay. That's fine. And that's why I said like, I'll play it with you like for sure. But, um, it, uh, the the boss that you left on is bar none easily the hardest trial that's still probably in the game to the point where the other day I got it on one of my roulettes and we wiped four times before we could finish it because it's just you have to be on your shit so um, but yeah so either way it's great the new the new story setup is phenomenal because everybody was worried especially. You know, like, what do you do when Endwalker was building up to, like, you know, the end of that whole series of five expansion and all that other stuff? Um, and they they nailed it. Like, it's it's very good. So, um, played that. And then I started, and I have, I'm a few hours into, because I was just in the mood for one of these games. I was trying to, I wanted sort of like an open world kind of story based like thing. Like I was like, I'm back in the mood for one of those things because the last one that I played was Ghost of Tsushima, so it was a long time True. ago. So I was like, I'm back in the mood, and I, you know, I probably, if it wasn't for Alex playing Ghostwire, that's probably where I would have went. But um, him basically ex- explaining the game. That even though he platinumed it, he was like, it's not worth $60 uh, and all the other things with it. So um, I, I'll let him talk about that during his week. But I, given that review that we got in the group chat, the other, I was just like, cool. Well, I'm going to pass on that one then. So then uh, I decided to hop into Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. And it's good. I like it so far. Um, 
I have some weird nitpicks with it and like problems that I'll get into. But in general, I think the gameplay is solid. Obviously, it's on PS. So I'm using the performance mode. I have not ran it. It's been rock solid the whole time. It looks great. Um, the overall story, like the story of the world, is great. Um, it, it's it's been pretty engaging so far. So I'm still digging. It picks up shortly after the first game. There's like a six or seven month time skip. Um, my problems with it is one, Aloy for no explicable reason loses all of her powers and all of her gadgets, basically under the excuse that she needed to travel lightly during these last six months. The whole Metroid kind of shit, like oh, no, well, so the Metroid powers. thing. Like Alex and I were talking about this. The Metroid thing is at least like. Samus starts those games with all of her powers, and then a new boss comes and kicks her shit in. Fair. Yeah. And then they take it. And so now Samus has to go get her old powers plus new ones sure. to be able to beat this boss, right? Yeah. Aloy in this is just like, I needed I left it all places because I needed to be on the move quicker. And it's like, okay, but now that this game has started, your mission hasn't changed, so you still need to be on the go fast. But now it's okay to have your pockets full of gadgets this time. Like, there's no, it's there's just no reason. They just did it because. Um, and the other thing is, she, so far, is the worst part of this game. She's become so unlikable for no reason. And the only thing I can think of is because they they needed to set up a reason for you. So they put a choice system into this game now. And this choice system is like a Mass Effect, like Bioware style, like nah. red, blue, green choices, or blue Paragon or gray shit, choices. Yeah. Like so mean, nice, and middling. But they 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 uh, classify it as um, passion, logic, or uh, strength. For strength is rude, basically. Passion is nice and logic is gray. Um, and so during this seventh month, six or seven month time skip, you basically just spent that whole time being incredibly rude to and shitty to any one of the past characters of the first game. Like, you would come into town because you'd be on a lead for the the thing from the first game, and they'd be like, "Oh, hey, let's go, let's catch up. Are you, you need help with anything?" She's like, "No, fuck you," and then like, you know, grabs her things and leaves. And everyone's like, "Okay, that's weird." And she just does that multiple times over, apparently. Okay. To the point where now start this game and you run into characters, and my reaction is somebody who played the first game play the DLC, and then stopped and never did anything else. I have fond memories of these characters, right? And, like, sure. being cool and all this other stuff. So then you get into this one, and you're like, oh, shit, it's this person. And then they're like, hey. And Aloy then has the nerve to be like, well, what's with your attitude? And he's like, and everybody will be like, what the fuck do you mean what's up with my attitude? Like... The thing happened. You've been an asshole for seven months, and then she's like, and then you get left with a choice to be basically like, I'm sorry, or look, uh, there's a lot at stake here. I'm just too smart, or hey, how about you go fuck yourself? Like you literally can. That's that's the 
the spread, basically. So I've spent this whole game so far, every single time I run into an old character, apologizing for something I didn't have control <laughs> over because I, it wasn't part of the player agency. And just being like, and it, and they make a whole big deal of being like, well, these choices let you build out Aloy to how you want her to be. And I'm like, that's stupid because Aloy was already a person and had a personality. Like, you told this story already. Yeah. Like, she's established. And so the way I explained it to Alex was like, it'd be like if in the next God of War, all of a sudden Kratos gets a choice system. <laughs> well, like, and it'd be like what, basically, where he'd look at Thor and be like, you know what, dog? That's my bad. Like, I, yeah. you're right. I did I your son you? dirty. Should I not fight you? Based, yeah, based like, on I did your you son's said, dirty. Though, That's my fault. Like, and, and kind of the way you described it, like, and stuff that I remember from the first game, what doesn't make sense to me is Aloy was really out for the good of her people, right? To, like, save her people from everything right. going on. It would have made more sense if she would have been out on her mission she would have come back and when coming back almost held like a little town hall with the people that helped her. Like, this is what I found. This is what's going on. And then like they each had the, the reason they didn't go with her on these missions because they each had their place to like keep the village going as she left again. Like you can still do that. I'm going to go out and about you guys stay here and I'm going to pop in every once in a while, but it just doesn't make sense for her to be an a-hole about it. Like you think she would have been yeah. sharing that wealth so, with everyone. Around, I agree with you. Right? Yeah. So, I just looked this up because I wanted to be sure. So, apparently this choice <laughs> system was in the first game. I don't remember that at all. I don't, but yeah. Apparently it was. So, that part I will I will take off. Maybe you were just I, a super dick in the first one and this is what's <laughs> happened. <laughs> no, because your, your saves don't come... No, no your, saves, your saves don't come over. Um, I've seen you in video games but, before with Paragon Renegade Systems. You can be... You can sometimes be a dick. I have never chosen the evil choices in any of my games outside of okay. the only thing I did in Mass Effect was when that reporter got in my face, I hit her every time, every time. and I'm not, yes, and I'm not sorry, and she deserved it, she was shitty, anyway, <laughs> but I always finish those games with full paragraph, no, I always choose good choices, anyway, um, but it's still to my point, though, with that piece, is that my my irritation is that she spent the whole part of the last game being shitty to all these characters. And I don't, I didn't have, or that whole time skip. And so I, but the player does not have any choice in that part. So you either start the game doubling down on the shittiness, or you spend the whole part of the game apologizing for actions you didn't have agency over. It just doesn't, it doesn't make does sense. Your I, apology, this is why, does it change? That, like, if they're mad at you, does your apology and the stuff you select does it actually change what they're saying? Like, have they warmed up to you at all? Or, like, are you just yeah, doing it I don't, and it, it is what it is? So, I don't... I don't know what happens with the other choices, but I will say that when I've been apologizing, yes, they have gotten nicer. Okay. Like, every single time, it's like, you know what? Hey, I appreciate it. That's literally what all I was looking for. But if you say you got things you got to do solo, I believe you, you know, whatever. It's it's cool. It's no big deal, whatever. Um, I'm sure the other options would either. I, I I know that none of they say so much in the tutorial that none of the choices actually matter. Like you will get to the same place regardless, um, which then begs the question, why? But 
whatever. Um, so, but yeah, like that's, I just, it doesn't, it's just not a decision that makes sense to me. And so, but yeah, so she spends like, that's, she's the worst part of the game so far because she just like, I, I feel like I'm cleaning up a mess that I didn't make for no reason other than to put a, a choice system in or keep it in, I should say now. And it's like, it just doesn't, it's silly. I, I, I think that it doesn't make sense. Um, but in general, I'm, I'm digging the time of the game. It's fun. Good. Like the, the, all the robot dinosaurs, robot animals are yeah. in there. Um, so all that stuff is still cool. Uh, and I think... Oh, I'm still playing No More Heroes. There you um, go. Right. I'm on the... I'm number four now, ranked assassin okay um this game is super good it's, like it's a good game it's a good game yeah like it's i Love it's i was selling I, I, like it's one of those games i have always known that i wanted to play it i knew it was a character action game that i wanted to try and i just that's it i, I haven't looked up anything i didn't look <laughs> in it i just got it good like and yeah as i've been going more the game has been getting crazier and crazier and like the way that it makes fun of Travis and by so much dumb like, fun, yeah, yeah, like it's, and by tangentially, like it's just making fun of like neckbeard gamers and like that. Oh, yeah, like, the jokes that come down to are so fucking funny. And like every single time you go to fight, like because at, you're going up in rank, but the person, like your handler, basically the person who's handing you out these assassin contracts, like. She spends so much of the time telling Travis what a fucking idiot loser he is and all these things and how he's just basically fallen upwards. <laughs> so, like, the last one I did, she's like, by my calculations, there's a 220% chance that you are absolutely going to get your shit kicked in and die here. Like, and all these things. And it just yeah. it happens every single time. It's so funny. Um, it makes me really excited to go and, and play the other ones. Um but it's been my travel one. game, so like I have I have a tattoo appointment this weekend, uh, so I'll hopefully yeah. on my travels I will I will have finished No More Heroes by the next podcast and have more to say. But it's good. It I if you and I think right now on Switch it's ten bucks. The first two are. Um, so if you're ever in the mood for a character action game and you're gonna be traveling, if you have a Switch and you want it, I think they're also on Steam. Um, so if you have a fancy new Steam Deck, that's also a great place for it. Um, but uh, it's it's totally worth it's totally worth the purchase. It's awesome. Okay. Nice, very nice. Yeah. Also, something we'll get into in uh, some other time. But did anybody see the rumor that Microsoft is uh, planning on their own handheld? I did not see that. No, there's rumor that uh, Microsoft might be close to releasing some details on a planned uh, hand stream streaming handheld, which would be interesting. Steam Deck is all that matters for my hearing. Honestly, so if they... If, is it, though? Because X-Clock, I don't know. I'd be... Steam Deck? I've heard great things about Steam Me Deck. Me, too. Yeah, I will say... Me, too, but it's, it's everybody, huge. And, like, if... You, I don't care. Yeah. I, yeah, that's... I love that. I've heard, I've heard that it's, it's huge as far as screen real estate, but everybody who I've talked to said even... People who've let their kids use it or adults, everybody says that it is supremely comfortable to hold. Like they it's 
it beats the Switch out in every way. Like, there's plenty of times where I'm holding the Switch handheld. I even, I was doing it on the flight, and my hands start to cramp yeah, because yep. it's just... Like, I'm not, I'm not going to shit on the Steam Deck. I think it yeah. looks great. I'm just saying it's interesting if Microsoft is I will looking say, into jumping into that realm because they, they, they should. With, with, they how, with, with how good xCloud is, yeah. I'd be really yeah. interested to see if they make like a streaming handheld. For sure. It's that now Steam the problem is style. right yeah. is that if they I what I would like him to do is all your games are streamed from XCloud and then when you're somewhere that's not internet you have the option it, there's them. like you know to download and play locally and it basically just becomes a Game Pass handheld sure. that's huge you know the, that would be sick if, oh, yeah. I guess like if it flops you always have the fallback that Steam Deck is supposed to have game or uh xcloud support eventually and if that's the case you maybe that fixes an option of a bad yeah Microsoft maybe that's version. part but, of the room but i just i i saw that report that they have to try and find it send it to this group specifically but um yeah i thought that was interesting anyway yeah um my week let's see i yeah. i platinum <laughs> two games this week oh, um damn. we finished off lego so i'm not gonna die nice. that. Nice. fun game good. so good i i love that like already they've just put out character packs like you know mandalorian season two and yeah and lego that, so. star wars skywalker saga so yeah. good um uh, so platinum that game nice. enough said uh the other one was ghostwire tokyo i yes. did platinum that the okay. re so so because he has an issue just don't know he's there's gonna <laughs> no, let's talk about listeners this game. let's talk about there game. is there is he has a problem uh, listeners there is going to be a huge grandiose reason and explanation nope. but you just need to know it's because he has a problem there's no reason <laughs> i need to i need to get situated to talk about my feelings on this game i platinum the game because when i uh when i finished the story i only had like four trophies left and they were all easy um but the reason I was able to finish the game with only a few trophies left is because Christian, you know me, I mid max everything, right? So like, if you give me an open world game, I will not go to the end without completing all the open world stuff because I know yeah. if I do, I'll never come back and do it. Right. Yeah. So like, it's really easy to platinum those games when I finish, I've done all everything. So my, I have a lot of problems. My, my, my thing, my argument would be that if, cause the, the text that we got was that you said this game would be priced appropriately at $15. Mm-hmm. My argument would be that <laughs> uh, probably around the 25% mark, I would have been like, if my, if, if my feelings were this game is worth $15, I'm I'm gonna potentially ask Sony for a refund and get this shit off my PlayStation. But you have a sickness, and you said, "Well, let me just finish it because I know it's an easy platinum." <laughs> no, I so <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that's why I was like, "Let me go ahead and finish it." Although I did, I did say this year I was gonna complete ten games, and I'm still on pace. We're in six months, and I've done six games, so there's that. Um. So I, I talked about the good, right? Like last time we were on a couple weeks ago, we talked yeah. about like it was Bioshock feeling and there was a horror feel and like the ambiance is great and the, the, the Japanese like lore piece to it was awesome. So that's all good. But let's talk about the bad. The bad didn't really set in until like close to the end. Um, as I said to you guys, and I'm not going to go back and find the text messages, so I'll have to try and think of everything I said at the moment. Like one of my biggest <laughs> problems was this how short the story was, dude? And this is why I said it would be priced appropriately at fifteen dollars. The story was like nine hours, probably not yeah. that little. People would have bitched about it if it's that little. It was no more than twelve hours. Um, mm-hmm. It took me fifty three to platinum it. 
Absolutely not. Oh my goodness. But but that no, goes in, but that goes into the other stuff, right? That I was complaining about. Like I can tell what happened was they had this game that they, they said this looks gorgeous on PS5 and we showed it at a couple sure. of events, so we want it to be a premium game. We want it to be that $60 game. If the developers could have told their story and gotten out, it would have I think it would have been priced appropriately at 15 Realistically, no game's less than 30 at launch, right? So it would have been a $29 game. That would have been an ideal price for this. But what happened was somebody said, no, this is going to ship at 60 You need to make it worth 60 And the way they made it worth 60 wasn't by diving deeper into the story. It wasn't by fleshing out side quests. It was by giving you more collectibles than any human ever like so for the for the listeners here i think i complained about the spirit thing there were over two hundred and forty thousand yeah. spirits you had to collect and they came in like groups of like a hundred to 800 depending on what you were doing um yeah. on top of that i collect i had to collect 30 different like be- beads you wore around your wrist i had to get every outfit in the game which ended up being like 50 pieces of gear I had Jeez. to I had to get one of every type of food, which was again like not neither one of the none of those three things I just said were hard. They were pointless. Like it's go here buy that, go here buy that. So it was dumb. I had to un- open all the Tory gates, which that's kind of like going to the top of a tower in Assassin's Creed. So that's part of exploring. Yeah, yeah. The biggest thing though was relics. There are like a hundred and twenty six relics. Now when you take relics clothes food gates spirits and the other like the music you could also collect records there were only 12 of those when you take all of that together and the size of this map there was literally something about every 10 feet like legitimately i could get something and see something and like go down and get it and see something and see something and to me like that is just asking me to do something because you don't know what else to do it. for the sake of doing it. And there was actually more than that. Now that I'm thinking about it, there were like special little, uh, I moten or something, some Japanese word for like these, the essence of these creatures. And you had to like collect these. And it was just, there were over like 300 collectibles, not counting the spirits. And you're just like, why? Like what, what is the purpose? And to make the matters worse, you could actually beat this game without doing all of that because I told you how unbalanced the fighting was. Like one of the trophies I yeah. had left at the end was to use my ultimate 10 times because the game was so unbalanced and so easy as far as fighting went. I never had to use my ultimate, like even in a boss. So I actively had to like finish the game and then purposely go use my ultimate to pop this trophy 10 times. Love yourself um, more King. But, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but like, the, the problem is all of those collectibles, you had to get voice recordings, got more collectibles, voice recordings and KK, who is like, there are two antagonists, KK, or protagonists, KK is one of them. You had to get yeah. KK's Slider. letters. His voice recordings. Did you say KK Slider, Brad? Yeah. His, his <laughs> voice recordings and his investigation notes are what gave you experience points. So you also Gross. had to go collect things Jesus. to get certain experience points. And there were more... There were more abilities on this tree than you would ever, which was proven, you would ever need. So, like, all in all to say, the game was easy, it was way too short, and you could tell that 
somebody at that studio said this is gonna shop it we're gonna ship at 60 make it 60 dollars worth and i fundamentally disagree with like putting shit in there just to put it in there like assassin's yeah. creed witcher they have you go explore things but when you explore you have a fight you have a mini boss you have something to do sure. they don't just say go pick up this document or go pick up this statue that you're never going to go read about because i don't have the time to go into a menu and read 300 yeah i already spent things. 60 hours on the game i said it's like 53 <laughs> i don't have the time to do that shit um, and then my biggest problem... I'm trying to get my platinum and get out. Beyond that, my biggest For problem real? is, like, I really enjoyed the game. So the story was really good 75% of the way through. There was one boss fight, or maybe two boss fights leading up to that, that were really good because they were super unique. They were completely different than the story. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was really into the story. Um, what happens is at the 75% mark, you hit the point of no return. So you're locked into the end. Like, you don't know what's coming after that. There are two more boss fights for a total of, like, four. Also cool and unique, though easy. But they're very quick and happen in, like, the next 10% of the game. So now you're done at 85% with 15% more left. And the last 15% of this game is you walking from point to point to point to point getting dialogue dumps to flesh out the rest of the story. Mm. And that ruined the experience for me. Yeah. Like I was already on, I, I was, and, and I don't know, let me, I, maybe I should say this. Maybe the game would be better if you played just the story and didn't do what I do. But my problem with that is you made a game to collect stuff and do stuff. So I did what you intended and doing all that stuff made my experience worse but as a whole i think even if you play it straight through like the ending just super falls flat and like why you thought it's almost like having a quick time event in a boss fight like quick time events and boss fights are terrible ideas giving me a a dialogue dump to complete your story rather than like letting me experience it in other ways is a terrible idea and it just made for an overall bad game. Like I said, I think I rated it on like good on GG, the app we use to track our games. I gave it like a three or maybe, no, I think I gave it two and a half mm-hmm. out of five um, on a 10 point scale. Yeah. It deserved a five. Like it was, it was not great. And it, it sucks because like, I feel like I didn't see anything glowing about the game, but I didn't see anything negative either. Like everything I saw about the game was very middling. Like you might be one of the people that really like it. You might be one of the people that's okay. Yeah. But like, I think the game was much worse than what reviews actually led me to believe. Other than the fact it was just really pretty and the environment was well done. Sure. I think I, I trust you. Like I, I trust, I trust yeah. that review. I do yeah. think like I, I, you I just would, think that you would be miserable playing that game. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> I, I think my Christmas wish this year is that you start loving yourself more <laughs> and valuing your time more because oh my god the stuff that you're talking about in that game the idea of and I, I look I'm sure that I I, I believe you that, that 75% of the way that story was good but with all the other ancillaries if that if that story is 12 hours long the other 40 hours you spent in that world, just I'm 
so this that's where this I'm about to use this word. The idea of trudging through all of that other shit sounds so unbelievably miserable that I would be looking up at the ceiling and thinking to my and I mean this, I would be looking up at the ceiling and being like, what is wrong with me? That's why I told you why, you would be miserable. Well, and I go, it. why am I still fucking playing this game? So like let me let me say two things. And one, I didn't know how short it was until I got to a point where it said, like, hey, you're not going to be able to turn back. And I was like, that's weird. I'm only in, like, chapter four. And I Googled it. And they're like, oh, yeah, chapter four is the point of no return. There's six chapter or seven chapters total. But essentially, somebody said, like, but essentially it'll be a sprint to the end. And the last three chapters are going to happen in, like, 30 minutes. And I'm like, what? Like, why? And it's true. Like, that's. No. So I didn't, yeah. But I can't. I can't explain this. It's not platinum for platinum's sake it's 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 anything when it comes to like collectibles and games like that like yeah i can't just put it down and turn it off without seeing the end like i i just my brain will not let me do it but there's there's some games that like like you dropped hollow knight yeah but that's just because hollow knight didn't grab me as much (laughs) but okay so like but that's this is what like i I, but keep in I, mind, I did all the collectible shit before I finished the story. If I would have done the story first, I would have been like, oh, yeah, no, I'm never coming back to the collectible stuff. But I did it. I did the other stuff first, so I kind of got screwed. You know what I mean? Like, I, will, I, will say, I will say this. You are on thin ice, mister. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's like I because we are I, I, I know. I know you say it's not platinum for platinum's sake, but. I will. It feels, it feels awfully close, and like, I, well, I mean, do what you want to do. Like, obviously, I'm just messing with you, but I, I did like after, after the Monster Hunter World thing, and that at least that game is fu- like fucking fun to play, and they just have one <laughs> mechanic that's shitty to players as far as trying to sure. to 100% complete it but the at least the argument there is but like there were times I, the i actively started to like and i've loved monster hunter for my whole life and there was times where i started thinking to myself maybe i fucking hate monster hunter <laughs> like that's i was i was that and so, like, I remember, like, I made it a point, like, I was just like, dude, I'm never going to do this again. Like, it, if, if something, if I feel like something is not respecting my time, I'm not. And you guys know, I've already looked. I put a nasty, a number I won't even mention into Final Fantasy XIV. Like, if, if a game is not going to respect my time, I, will, I would sooner consider it a sunk cost and just not like, cause, I, and I don't even mean it in a way that's like, you know, oh, I'll just go buy a different game. Like, not even like that, cause sixty dollars is fucking expensive. I would sit until my next paycheck, where I had free money or whatever, to, or two months from then, three months, whatever it was. I would sit and wait until my next game purchasing time came around, rather than play that fucking game. And I would just go play something else. Not, and I don't mean Monster Hunter. I just mean like whatever game is not respecting my time. Sure. Cause like that's I think that's the biggest insult you can do like the the idea of like when you were talking about in that game that the like just the sheer amount of collectibles not even the numbers because like you know like it's 
240,000 spirits, but if I'm getting 100 at a time, then it's really like, okay, well, I'm basically... I mean, it's, two, it's still 2,000 if you go that. I, if I had to right. guess, it probably ended up being close to 1,000. If I Right, so that's... So, like, it's not... It's still... But that's my point, is that it's still egregious. Like, like... And that'd be if that's just the one mm. collectible. You want me? You, then, want, you want me to tell you the point you would have broken a controller? I'll tell you this. So you had two hundred and forty thousand to collect. If you beat the game, they give you. So like you have to collect them, and then you like I said the last time you collect so many, you run to a phone booth and you submit them, right? Which actually kind of limits. Like, right. You, you can only do like. But if you die, they just drop. They go back to their original location, don't they? I never. I never died. So okay. I don't, know. I yeah. don't think so. I think you kept them. <laughs> I thought, I thought that's what you were about Maybe, to say. No, 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 no. What, what, what would piss you off? What you don't know is when you beat the game, they give you a bracelet that allows you to submit them on the spot. Oh, so but, but let me go. But, but, but let me but let me take it one further. But if you beat the game without collecting them all, what you don't know is you don't get the true ending. So you can get the true ending. Oh. And then get this item that doesn't do anything for you because you've collected them all, yeah. or See, you get this item that's, like that's. <laughs> so then, like that's so here's like that's that's they're not one to one. They're different games, but that's like where my brain breaks because yeah. I'm like, I know for a fact that Hollow Knight is a better game than that. Like <laughs> like like if based off what you're describing, but it, look, it's I it's different game on the other stuff, but I just. The way you're describing, I'm just like, God, that sounds fucking miserable. Like, and I, you know, like, I don't do that kind of stuff lightly. Like, I will, I will try to see a game through, like, I, for instance, like, Horizon Forbidden West has a little, like, some nitpicks that I have about it, but in general, I'm enjoying my time with the game, so I'll continue to see it forward, right? Um, but... If it ever got to the point, even 50% of the way through, where, like, if it just gets bad, like, if I just stop liking it, like, I'll just, I'll, I will press the middle button and hit uninstall and never look at it again. Like, I, like, I still remember the moment, like, after Monster Hunter World, like, I, something has changed in me to the point where, like, I can't physically make myself do things that I don't want to do anymore. Like, when I was, when, when I tried Kingdom Hearts 3, I remember getting to the Toy Story yeah, World. Yeah, we both quit that one in the same place. Yeah. And seeing that shitty boss and doing these things, and then I was probably that boss had like 16 fucking health bars, and I got to like the eighth one, and it wasn't hard, but I was just like, This they're just padding this for no reason. And then I get to the point like, there's like Woody is like, You'll never take Sora's heart or some dumb shit, and I was just like. I, I remember I still I me- I pressed the PlayStation button I pressed start I hit uninstall and I just was like damn well that's sixty bucks gone and I was like I guess I'm waiting for a little while till I can get a new game and then I went back and I played something else that I already owned or whatever it is. I found something else to occupy my time but I I just I can't do it anymore it's like the what you're describing like actively breaks my brain I I don't know. I don't know how you did it. I, I there, like I said, like, I, when you get to when I get to a point in some of those games, like or how you do it, I should say. Yeah, when I get to a point in some of those games, I I don't know. I just can't like my brain won't let me like not see it through by that point. I don't know what it is. Um, now on the flip side of games that I have enjoyed, I did uh, I did dive into my backlog 
Um, and played a Metroid Va- playing a Metroidvania. It's not uh, Hollow Knight, but uh, I'm playing Indivisible. Mm-hmm. And I'm yep. really enjoying right. that. I don't know how much longer I have. I've put in... I've probably put in well, yeah. like 16 hours. Um, so, uh, Ajna. So, yep. I went to the top of Mount Sumeru... I fought a big being coming down, and we actually destroyed some of the world. <laughs> Spoilers for anybody who hasn't played this yes, game. Yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. out for two years. Um, yeah, right. But, like, we came falling. I think it's more than two years. It, yeah. might, it might be. It might be, like, 2019 or 2018. Become falling down, um, and we destroy, because, like, I'm in my powered state. I destroy some of the world, and I have to go find a few friends. So I... That is about the 50% mark. Okay, so I found a few of those friends... And I'm ready to. I just left Kanal, and I think of the last. Actually, I, I still have one person to find. Dahar, the first person I meet, the soldier that killed my dad. Yeah, you've he got. There's is, some story things that happen. He's there, the last yeah. one I haven't found, so I think I'm probably on my way now to go get him. But again, because the way I play these fucking games, like I have a bunch of abilities. So now that I'm in places. I'm going back to like get the things that I may have missed or couldn't reach before, which is the point of a Metroidvania. The yeah. problem with this one, it's not a problem, but like the maps are massive. They're big. They are very, very now, big. Part of that is because so I would say, I'll just tell you, you there is a very clear moment at the very end of the game mm-hmm. that says, Hey, this is it. So turn around now if you want to go do anything. You need to don't worry about collecting things until that moment. Okay. Because in every single map, there will be a huge chunk of things that you can't get or that you haven't found yet that you need certain abilities for. So just... That's my biggest problem with this game. Like, I've gotten used to the intricate fighting style because it's really interesting. So for people that aren't aware of this game... Um, essentially your characters are laid out in a diamond kind of like down left right up and everybody has x circle triangle or square below them and you have a few different actions but like your attacks are like if you want the guy on the bottom to go you hit like the x button but like you can hit down x up x or just x by itself those are three different attacks you can hold the r1 button to do a different attack like the fighting's super intricate for this so there's only one other game at least to my knowledge, there's a second one that's coming out. That 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 one that I backed mm-hmm. that we had talked about a couple of shows ago, yeah. like it's like uh, Euden Chronicles Rising or whatever. I think Preston talked about it in one of the games that he brought. Um, it has it has a similar combat to Indivisible, but it and Indivisible are the only two games that have had this combat system since Valkyrie Profile. So Valkyrie Profile is a PS1 game, yeah. is a Japanese game that that started that thing. And everybody has always loved it and talked about how cool it was, but nobody's just ever figured out the right way to do it or bring it back up until these games. Well, because, like, yeah. because Indivisible, and it's not a bad thing. Like, I actually kind of applaud it, but there's, like, 23 characters. I think I have, like, 19 or 20 characters. Yep. And they all, now, and, and nobody has the same action. Like, nobody's up X and up square the same. Like, everybody yeah. has something different completely. So it's cool because you can play with the characters you want to play and the ones you find most powerful for your style. But, like, yeah. it's intricate as shit. And even blocking. You can R1 block where the whole team blocks. 
If somebody's going to hit your yeah. character in the back, you can hit just X for just that one person. Like, it's nuts. I finally That's got the awesome. hang of it. Um, but even the overworld abilities, like when I'm actually doing the platforming piece to this Metroidvania type game, there's so many. Yeah. Like, I just unlocked the one where I could punch through the ground. Because before I could, like, I could go down through the ground, but I couldn't, like, punch up through things. And I Pick it up. The, yeah, sure, you can up. Just whatever. got that yeah. one. But there's just, like, everywhere you go, you get something new. It's like, holy crap, man. And at times, it's overwhelming. I'll get into a big platforming puzzle where I keep falling into spikes or, like, dying and just resetting, resetting, resetting. And I'll be like, oh, yeah. Like, after my 30th time, i be like, oh, yeah, I have this ability that I haven't had to that use in an yep. hour. That, like, if I hit it here, I can platform over and I can go. It's like, shit. But it's good. Yeah. I like it. It's creative. <laughs> it's all hand-drawn. It looks great. The characters are cool. Um, so I'm really enjoying that game. Yep. Indivisible's cool as fuck. Yeah. So that we have we have not had a chance to talk in like two weeks we did all of our recording the past couple episodes once so we happens together so yeah, yeah. It takes a while all right with that who's the topic? <laughs> christian has a topic um christian brought this topic i re- it's it's funny because christian said hey this is the only thing that i have to talk about this week and i was like well interestingly enough nope i said that, that i thought this would be a, a good cool... topic yeah yes a good topic and then so when you say christian has a topic I'm scared now because Duh. the way that your text messages read to me was that you were like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've been saving. So I thought you were going to take this. Oh, we, but we, can, we can take it. So we, we can, can take, we it, can share we can it, take we can, it together. So Christian said, hey, I think this one. would be fun to talk about. Yeah. I was like, funny enough, I've saved like four or five articles about this. Yeah. And we'll take it together. So I'll start by saying this. We have talked a bunch of times shallowly about microtransactions and video games and gacha games. We oftentimes joke sure. about how they're trash and it's gambling and, and so on. But we've never actually dove into yep. it. And we're not going to dive into the practice necessarily as much as it's like gross. it's disgusting. <laughs> but here's what happened to me. So two weeks ago, I was reading an article talking about FIFA. And we know here on this podcast that FIFA is like one of the world's most popular games. It's I don't get it. I, if you're a sports game player, I applaud you there's a very good chance you are very toxic and the people that you play with are all very toxic, especially if you play online. What is but, it that people say whenever somebody asks like, you know, what is the, like, what's the big deal with football or soccer? And then they go, it's the world's only sport. I don't remember what yeah. show it is, but uh, yeah, so, like, whatever it is. FIFA is massive. And about yeah, seven, yes. eight years ago, somebody went, how can we capitalize beyond yearly sales of popping out a shitty product? Somebody goes, I know. What we do now is let you build your own team because just playing with like real teams, pfft, that's for the birds. But not only build your own team, but only build your Pokemon card style version of teams. Yeah. And so essentially you can get cards. Your cards have different values and like different. Um, diff- some are shiny. Some are not. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Some are more exclusive than others. Yeah. So this season, not this year, because it's like a battle pass. They do seasons. This season's best legendary team of, like, all gold shiny cards you can put together and play with, because of this gacha roulette loot chest setup of these cards, opening packs and just hoping you get something good, to get the best team can cost you around $30,000. Amazing. Yay. Not a... Cough it up, piggies. In... (laughs) Insane. Yeah. (laughs) 
Now, I thought that was horrendous, and I actually saved that article because I was like, oh, this will be funny to talk about. However, there was one great company out there that oh. just said, hold my beer. Yep. Blizzard? And that would be that would be Blizzard Activision. <laughs> Our friends <laughs> over at Activision Blizzard. Not Diablo they Immortal, baby. <laughs> they weren't satisfied with having a cranium measurement tool that they used for their characters. <laughs> they couldn't be satisfied with that. They they felt as though I Bobby Kotick, good old Bobby. <laughs> Bobby K. He has he'd said to himself, I I don't think we've hit bedrock yet. <laughs> I think I can take this company further before Phil Spencer pries it out of my cold, he's trying. dead hands. He, he's trying. He, I feel like he's trying to blow up this deal and like ruin yep. this company. Made a bad I, deal. Yeah. Well, think about it. If if it keeps getting worse and worse and the stock prices keep going down and down, that billion dollars or whatever, two, three point billion, whatever yeah. it was that Microsoft spent is just getting worse and yep. worse and worse. Yep. And honestly, if if I'm if I'm Phil Spencer, I'm trying to figure out a way if I can somehow I, I'm I'm feeling so disrespected at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out a way to let Bobby Kotick keep digging this hole and then figuring out a way to back out of this deal at the last second so that he has to go bankrupt or something like it, that's that's where I or get him out as soon as possible. I would well, yeah. so I would almost be the same way. Like that's I'm either it. I'm either plotting behind the scenes if I'm Phil Spencer to try and undermine him and get him out now, or I'm yes. I I have already had the meeting that says where's the line, and as soon as he crosses yeah. that threshold, that's when I say fine, you've done this yourself and pull out of that deal. Yeah, because like so. Because what he's done now... Yeah, this, first of all, can I say... <laughs> sorry, and I'll pass this back over, Continue. but can I say... Yeah, yeah. I don't, no, I, I, don't, I don't know if this podcast would last more than a year if it wasn't for this stupid company, because they're, they're nice enough <laughs> to give true. us new topics <laughs> yeah. every week. The gift that keeps on giving, yeah. Yeah, they, it's true. Um, yeah, so the thing that he's done recently is... So Diablo Immortals uh, has launched... Um, and funny enough, the the new title going around for that game is Diablo Immoral. Um, and they have made a system so predatory that... And I'll, I'll go into more of Diablo in a little bit, and Preston can talk about it as well, because he's actually a madman who platinumed Diablo 3, which I, is Haven't crazy. That is crazy, to be fair. Um, but it is suggested based off the microtransactions in the game that if you wanted to level up your character, because Diablo is an RPG, mm-hmm. uh, it could cost players up to a hundred and ten thousand dollars to level up a single character in Diablo Immortal via microtransactions. Now let me be only. let me be devil's advocate here. <laughs> we'll dive into why it's going to cost more and the system they have set up, but it is random chance. Like anything, it's it's RPG RPGs is here or like you know whatever. So or RNGs. So 
there is a chance but. if you got lucky and got the drops you needed every time with RNG, it could cost you as little as $45,000. <laughs> right, which is just way better. So, um, yeah. not just, but much more. So, I'll let Preston talk about Diablo because he. I'm not going has, hard. Well, no, but I just mean, like, in, just to explain <laughs> the game, like. Sure, sure. It's. It's a it's a dungeon crawling RPG sure. where your the whole focus is the character, right? Yes. Like, and so speaking as Preston, who has leveled up every class and the like, talk about the time. I mean, like, it's a big time sink. Oh yeah, no, talk about the yeah. time. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, I thought you had more to go with that. <laughs> talk about the time, Preston. Preston. <laughs> time, he's like, like he's like shaking his head in the camera. I'm like. <laughs> Yes, continue. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, oh. me. Okay. Um, no, it's uh, <clears throat> to get every one of those characters up to the max level and just kind of finish off the game. Like you're playing that story more than once. You're you're playing that campaign three to four times. And, uh, and just it's get set past. up like that. Yes, that that's, you yeah. just rinse, wash, repeat kind of shit um, for every one of them. Uh, I think the only one that was a more of a uh, worry was the. Uh, Fuck! What do they call it? It's the one three you would die. It oh, your character um, is washed because you because you. It's a certain mode. Oh, yeah, the person the, died and lost their characters, but I did not die, and I got that yeah. character up to the max. Level. You beat that game and never yeah. died with that one character, like where you die and you he lose did. it all. That was my. Uh, what was it? The, not the warlock. Your witch doctor. The, uh, witch doctor. Well, that yes, that, yeah. that wish should doctor. that right there should that's be a wish doctor gaming achievement. I don't, that might even be Guacamelee. Uh, no, Guacamelee. It? It's okay. Guacamelee. Yeah, Guacamelee. So, so I watched him. <laughs> yeah. I watched him play. I watched him platinum that game. It's Guacamelee. That <laughs> yeah. I it, yes, it's that game. Yeah. So, but Diablo three is a close second. Time, Diablo three is very good. How one. much time do you think did it take to beat the story? I actually beat Diablo three a couple of times, but I don't. I don't remember how the long story it took to or the, story. the platinum. Just the story, because your platinum, I'm sure, took way longer. Oh, I would say the story is probably like 25 to 30 hours maximum. Like maximum. maximum. Yeah, it's like, and, yeah. And, and that's... I would say it, but 15 to 20. The, the whole point, and the whole point of the game is that every subsequent run that you do through the game mm-hmm. is going to go faster, because yeah. your character is going to be more strong. Higher like difficulty. Of, but it's, but it's going to give yes, you better stuff, gear, so you loose. beat it yeah, exactly. as you're it better. Yeah. It gets better gear. You level yeah, yeah. up. Like, you start yeah. the game, like, it lets you start on hard if you really <laughs> want to, but you're sort of just doing yourself a disservice. Like, the whole point is to start on, yes. like, normal, and then go to, I think they call it, like, Nightmare, or like, Ultra Nightmare yeah. or some shit. Um, because... By the time that you get to that level, like that difficulty level, your gear is so good that it feels like normal already. Like it's that's the point is that you're supposed to go up to those higher difficulty levels to get better loot so that you can get a character that's got the best everything because that's the focus of the game. And later on, um, you're doing seasons and warps and all this kind of shit. Yeah, right. And yeah, and so then there's seasons where you can compete against other people. Like Diablo, I, I love. I have said multiple times, like I am a Diablo Diablo's fan. Press and I both are. Like, yeah. we the only reason that we weren't getting hype about Diablo Four is because Blizzard or to remake or remaster whatever. Yes, you call it. is because yeah. Blizzard is a trash company. Um, but the thing that is like a problem here is that because the character is the focus. It incentivizes a gambling and gotcha aspect because it's not, you know, it always has actually. So, 
Yeah, like it always has. They just never let that stuff creep in. And before except you the just market, dealt except with the RNG. marketplace, auction house. Yes, the auction house. house yeah. They did, yeah. but they rolled that back so quickly because people were like, very quickly. This is awful. I hate this. It's the antithesis of what these games should be. Yeah. And now keep in mind, auction house Diablo three is like pre a lot of the loot boxes microtransactions yes. yeah because you're talking gotcha style that games. game came out in 2011 so right 10 years ago still before yeah. a lot of that stuff was around yeah and, and uh, like i think some of it might have been with some of the sports games but it was very like it was not what it is today mm, sure and so what because of that though like now that the landscape has changed and most people are just like, well, I guess I just got to take it over the ass. Like they, and they just let it happen to themselves. Like then now like Blizzard and other companies can get, can get away with it. And they are able to put things as horrible as, as this in it to the point where I actually, there's an update to the story where a lot of immortal players are reporting that, while they're playing the game and when they're supposed to be hoping that they get drops for certain upgrade items. Because, by the way, so, not all of the upgrade items will drop. That's why Alex was saying that even yeah. in your best day, it will still cost you almost $50,000 fucking dollars. Um, they are, instead of getting the rewards that they want, they are instead being presented with ads to purchase the upgrade <laughs> items. Hey, you be the boss. Guess what? Now you can unlock this chest. But if you don't do this not now, you so, will not have this chest ever well, again. Well, so not only that, think about this. You beat the boss, you unlock the chest, and then you get a bunch of shitty drops, and the game goes, hey, man, that's tough. But I did want to let you know <laughs> that even though those, ro- those drops you just got were shitty, we are having a 10% off sale right now. My guy, like it's so, that is so gross. Real quick, before we move on, let's take one step back and let's explain to everybody what's going on here and and where the money comes from. So, as Christian said, like the player is the focus, and as you know, we kind of said, like essentially, you beat the story, you you get better gear, you go back and beat it again. This one's a little different. This is a straight through story. You're leveling your character one to sixty, yep, and sure. they have a battle pass. Now, part of the battle pass is free. And with that free battle yes. pass comes free Correct. gear like everybody else. However, they uh, have incorporated a way to buy stuff to make your time in-game easier. Now, here's the catch. Here's a, here's a big kick in the dick for everybody. <laughs> the director, Wyatt Chang, says, Hey, man, um, Diablo Immortal, we actually don't sell. We're, we're, we're not really pay to win. Because we're not selling gear. And you're like, that's weird. What do you mean not selling gear? And it says, oh, you can get gear drops in the game. But there are five, like, they all have stars. And the best gear is five star. However, the most legendary gear comes with better gem slots. And you can get better gem slots by putting in relics. And it, the more relics you put in, the more gem no. slots you can help unlock. So here's the no. thing: you can no. you can run a dungeon to get a relic. Then you can put that relic towards gear to get a roll for hopefully a better gem. To get a five star piece of legendary Stop. gear with the most gem slots has a point zero five 
chance of dropping. Uh, now here's here's the thing. Let me go back really. Like, well, let me go back so really quick. Yeah, go ahead. It's just really quick because I because I it, this has to do with those chances. Okay. Those chances, those odds are so bad. I hate those. So everybody so at home much. is listening. <laughs> that it's it's considered illegal in the Netherlands and Belgium. So the game is not actually allowed to be there. Because the percentages. And they, their reasoning was is because they literally put out because the the odds in this game are criminal. Mm-hmm. If you want to know what it means by criminal, what Christian means is. That point zero five chance. It's illegal. Well, well, you're in luck. There's a pity system. Like, say you've bought a lot and it, and you know, you you can't get a drop. Well, you are guaranteed. Say you bought, you, you spent your child's yeah. college tuition. You were guaranteed every fifty legendary crests, like every fifty relics you get, will guarantee you one five star piece of gear. <laughs> now you can buy Sorry. a bundle of <laughs> coins for a hundred dollars. Shine guy. To get to get some stuff, it only gives you forty five crests. So the bundle <laughs> of their highest currency you can buy isn't even enough to cap out the pity system to get you a That's guaranteed five star piece. And even so that guaranteed five star piece may be a duplicate, may yeah. or may not be <laughs> yeah. for your character. Watch that shit happen. And may not have the most gem slots available because just because it's legendary, they all have different gems, which is what you you're actually slots. paying for yeah. to slot them in. So it may not even be the best one. It's I'm a slut for slots. It's and, <laughs> it, and it makes sense, right? Because this is the same company. Even a game that people like that people they hate it now. It, it's grown more negative over time, but they liked it in the beginning, which was Overwatch. That sure. that game's loot boxes systems were trash. Like I, I paid way too much money. That's probably the most loot boxes. You I've would ever go bought. spend you would spend thirty dollars on a bunch of loot boxes and then you would see that the night. pretty opening animation and this whole thing. And then you'd get a bunch of duplicates. I can see them in my and head then right now. The game would look at you and just go <laughs> go fuck yourself. Like <laughs> And you go, well, what do I get for this? And you go, well, we'll give you... Because they had to patch this in later because it made people so upset. What they decided to do was go, okay, well, if you have a duplicate, we'll give you a small amount of in-game currency, currency. so yeah, that yeah, you can yeah, then yeah, feed yeah. that back into our loot box system. But the question becomes, if I'm paying for loot boxes, or if I'm getting loot boxes in general... Why in God's name are you allowing duplicates in the first place? If I unlock something, For it real. should not be in my role thing. I should. And they go, well, then. And then if you have, they go, well, that doesn't make any sense. Because if, you, if we do that, that means that at some point you'll complete our game and you'll have everything. To which I would respond with, uh-huh. That's the point of a fucking video game. Like, it's, it's so insane to me that there's companies... That just get away with this shit, like, yeah. uh, you know, not every I, country. To be fair, well, no, I, companies, <laughs> not countries, but <laughs> well, yeah, listen, but yes, countries get, they, also. They cannot get away with it in every country. What's That's even great is take it one further. Say you buy the battle pass, like you spent real money to get this better battle pass that still isn't going to drop like the best gear. It's just going to drop better gear. Yeah. So like you're still going to earn the five star or whatever. If you don't log in every day. That does not go to your inbox. No. It disappears. 
Yeah. What? If yeah. you skip a login day, your oh. battle pass items disappear. You have to claim them every day. Insane. It gets even worse. Like you, you, you defeat. Was it the uh, skeleton king? I think is the usual kind of like first main boss. Uh-huh. So <clears throat> I listened to. I freaking forget which uh, podcast I was listening to. I think it was uh, Giant Bomb, but uh, someone defeated the uh, the skeleton king and went to Twitter to kind of show a picture of the whole thing. Like, hey, they're saying I can only get this chest now because I have defeated the skeleton king, right? I defeated this dungeon or whatever. I can purchase this chest now for three, four bucks if I want to. They went to take a picture and tweet that. When they came back, that chest was already gone. They could not purchase that chest anymore. That's how like immediate they want you to be like, if you don't do this now, it's no longer available. So you uh, need to do this now. Now, if you don't give me $4 now, you're not going to get this chest until you defeat the Skeleton King again. Well, and, and the way you have to beat some of the, like the way you, uh, so here's another layer on all of it, right? The, sure. in order to get the legendary, like items, like I said, you have to run a dungeon, but you have to have a crest to open the dungeon up. Oh, yeah. So yeah. people Amazing. are buying. You only get so many crests. I think you get one crest a day, That's, right? So you can run that dungeon So you only do one run a day. Unless you unless buy you more crests yeah. that allow you to run it over and over for better drops. Fuck that. For Diablo, like you're doing that. If you're going to play Diablo, you're doing those dungeons. Yeah. Multiple so times, like period, like you're just doing those. That's, that's what you do. Every every inch of that game is a dungeon. It's a dungeon crawler. Mm-hmm. Like f- from you move from one from dungeon mini, to another, literally from mini dungeon. You like, play them over that again. is even the overworld is a dungeon. Like it's yeah, it is. It you go from dungeon to dungeon to dungeon to dungeon. That is the point. That's the idea that you would and and the the you know all of this is awful, but. The creative director coming out and saying, like, honestly, guys, the biggest reason that there's such a negative response around this game right now is due to misinformation in the gaming media is the most, like, unhinged, batshit thing I have ever... We're not selling gear, man. I don't know what to tell you. heard somebody say in the game, or in the games industry, like, no, dude, the reason that people are upset about this game is because it's ass like that sucks and it would be what like so the game so i hear the game just i hear the game is good like that's that's the other problem game when you say the game is ass right i think you mean the the system you've implemented is ass yeah the idea of because the game itself from whatever he says as far as like the way it plays feels and looks is good i don't know here here's the thing Uh, my argument to that is i think that it's you can say like the game plays well but those systems and that being the inherent design of that game makes me think the game is no. Ass. I guess like, so. The difference like, I'm trying to create here is I don't want to demolish the devs that put the hard work into polishing no, the game. Sure, the game no, looks pretty no, and is yeah. polished, and but the I system we've been, is implemented. We've been very. I think we've yeah. we've been very clear. Like I, there is never a time when anything. If if anything is bad is happening in game, I am never going to blame never the, the boots on the ground, fingers on the keyboard. Yeah. I mean, if, it, if it's a bad loading like, game, I might blame you. But this is a pretty game. 
No, like <laughs> I even that like there's still games I like developers who are working on those games, regardless of how they could like the people who are actually making them, outside of like cheap mobile like cash grabs, you know, that we've talked about before on the show. Like outside of that, those developers work their asses off every single time. Like, me and you, Christian, we were just talking about uh, Kenna the other day, or like Kena the other day. It's, yes. It's a game to where we're not going to sit there and talk shit on the devs. It's a great game. It looks beautiful, but it's... It just didn't it grab me. Some it things. wasn't for yeah, me. Yeah, it misses some but, things. Sure. But, yeah, but I would, ne- I, I, would never, I would never say anything like those devs did a bad job. And I still think the same thing. As bad as Diablo Immortal is, in my opinion, I still think the same thing. I, there are... And I think about that about all the developers at Blizzard, outside of anybody who was implicated in the sexual assault is, stuff. What what I hear though, I mean, everybody says like playing it's good and fun, just the system. But that's the thing yeah. is that playing it, but playing it, I have to interact with those like, systems, right? Like sure. if if sure. playing the game means that I can only, this is why I think it's ass, and this is why I think the game is bad, is because. Like we were saying with other Diablo games, the point is to do the dungeon crawling. Yeah. Like, if Preston and I are playing co-op, the whole point is for us to, in Run a given dungeons. play session, yep. slam through at least 30 dungeons. Sure. Like, and that's just in a regular, th- right? Doing a couple of them multiple times. Yep. Over and over to yep. get different drops, whatever. Yep. Certain armor, the fact certain that weapons. that game starts, this game starts with, I have to... I only get to do a single dungeon during my playtime, and if I want to do more, I have to pay money. That is ass. Like that is bad. That makes me that because then I if if Diablo proper had that limit set where I could only do one dungeon a day because of reasons, and I had to do something, whether it was money related or not. That that series never would have survived. It would have died. Right. Like, like think about it in the sense that like if they did like a real world time limit thing where they were like like not even a monetary thing, but if they were just like Diablo one comes out and they go, hey, you can do one dungeon, but then the game clock will start ticking down and you can't come do the next one for ten hours because your character is resting. It's a story thing. Everybody would go, I'm not fucking playing this game. This is stupid. Let me play your game. And I, it's just, it's infuriating. And all I can think of during this time is, and we won't go into it because the topic is about microtransactions as a whole, but like <laughs> I, or this culture around it, I should say, but like it makes me, I'm, I was already, I had already put Diablo 4 out of my mind because of Blizzard as a company, but then we talked about, you know, if changes happen and Microsoft takes over and all those things, you know, I would be willing to look in Diablo's direction again, because I do like that franchise, and I would, you know, if changes happen and things are better and the workers are treated fairly, I am interested in seeing what that franchise has, is, has to offer. That being said, all I can think of is I know for a fact that there are people playing this game that are, it, it's making money. Oh yeah, make sure. it's, it's yeah, gonna yeah, make yeah. a ton. <clears throat> sure, because whales are going to whale. It's like that now. is just yeah. what's going to happen. The executives at Blizzard and at Activision are going to look at the success of this game, 
and say, yes, we got a lot of negative press. It was very bad. Dollars outweigh words, my friend. Yep. And especially because we don't have to actually deal with this when Diablo 4 comes around. We don't have to deal with the lasting impact. Microsoft does. So fuck them. Let's put in the nastiest cosmetic monetization shit we can into Diablo 4 and just let it rip because if i have to remember if i have to remember this company is not beyond also shutting down community engagement and just ignoring what everybody has to to bitch about too they've done that before like they do with world of warcraft so they they don't have to talk about starcraft they don't have to listen to anybody complain if they don't want to (laughs) starcraft is so bad that they couldn't figure out a way to properly do a cosmetic or monetization system. So they just decided, well, because we can't figure out a way to do it, we'll just three kill games. the franchise instead. This is three games. Yeah. Yeah, three separate games all together for the campaign of StarCraft II. And, and that, that makes the total product of StarCraft II. And they said, well, that didn't make enough money to make it seem viable, and right. we can't figure out a monetization scheme for it. So fuck it, we'll just kill StarCraft. Mm-hmm. So you were, you were leading to what I was going to ask, which was going to be, what do you think this means then for Diablo 4? Because typically, gacha systems beyond battle passes have not been widely adopted into console games. Genshin, Genshin Impact, Genshin, whatever they Is call it, the, so, might be yeah, the one yeah, I think I think it'll, uh, if they do anything so. with it, it'll be a lot like Overwatch. Till we have the loot boxes because Diablo 4 is going to be that $60, $70 price point game. It's not going to be a free game. Yeah. So, therefore, they're going to have the whole loot box thing that they did with Overwatch if they do anything with Diablo 4 as far as loot boxes and microtransactions. Yeah. My guess, and I don't know because Blizzard has found a way to prove us wrong time and time again, but I agree with Preston. I think that if anything, it'll be cosmetic focused. So is that what the loot so, boxes were, Preston? When you were, were you just buying cosmetics? Yeah, yes. no. So Overwatch was just cosmetics. So you get your little um, <clears throat> profile cards, your little icon next to your profile name, the card, whatever it was for that. And then outside skins, of that, skins colors. for um, yeah. So, so Overwatch to me, the reason why I bought those loot boxes is because during a certain time of the year, it would be the like let's say Olympic Games kind of shit, where all of a sudden, hey, I can get specific skin for Lucio. If I get that drop in my loot box, but or I, can only I spend get, enough money, I can only get that. No, I can't purchase it, so I have to wait to, for it to drop in that loot box. So therefore, I have to get loot boxes through playing. Right, that's, that's, what I'm that's saying. so much worse than, than like I can only get that skin for that two months Month. maximum. Yep. Yeah, that's so much worse than like a Fortnite of just saying like, "Hey, you want the skin? Just buy it." Like I would much rather just hey, buy a skin well, versus Fortnite, like loot box. I got Fortnite a dope vaults. ass. I got dope ass Lucio skin. It has Fortnite vaults yeah. some of their content too. Yeah, no, Fortnite does it too. They, yeah. they do in time, but like at least they say, "Hey, here's a cool skin. You want it? It's there." Versus saying, "Here's the cool skin. Good luck with your draws. Hopefully, the loot yes, box has yes. it right." Like that's yeah. way worse. I would rather yeah. you just they're, they're, say, they're, yeah. they're, they're bucks straight up points." It. Yeah. Because you can actually you can buy certain skins for your character in Overwatch, right? Sure. Okay. Um, it shows the credits. You know, you get the duplicates like you said. You get credits for them, so you can. Purchase those go and buy a skins. specific drop you're looking but for. But yeah. there are certain skins that say only available during Olympic Games or only available during this time, Halloween, if you will, kind of era. Chinese it's, New Year. Yeah, Chinese New Year, to where it's like 
you can't just buy those skins. Like you have to get them on a drop from a loot. And crate. so, like if like Alice, like you were saying, if you because we've talked about this before, if you drop a game, right? Like if you're just like, oh, I'm gonna move on, I'm gonna do something else. No crate. Go fuck yourself. It's the same problem that we've had with Destiny in the past. Now they, I will say, for as much shit as we give Destiny, they have never, even when they were under Activision, any of their monetization stuff has never been this egregious. Yeah, but that's fair. Content-wise, it's a similar thing. Yeah. Like, if I wanted to get into Destiny now, there is content that people who played it back when we did, got that I'll never get, and I just get, like, a weird cutscene, even though this game still cost me $60, or, like, whatever it is, right? Like, I, it's very odd, like, so, but that love, that same thing, that mentality of, if I put a pause on this, I'm going to miss it, like the FOMO, it, that Overwatch and Blizzard games in general, even at their best, have some of the worst FOMO that's in the industry, and so I think about the, egre- that's what, the that egregious daily log. Like you pay money to get daily login bonuses, and if you don't log in in a day, you don't get like. Uh, but I paid for it, but too bad. Like it's ama- like it's crazy to me. Yep. Like my pet has to go to the vet because it yeah. choked on something, and so I have to take it to an emergency vet. Better take and your phone with you, my friend. The idea. <laughs> And the idea that I've been dealing with it all day and I'm sitting there, it's 11 o'clock and I'm like, oh God, I'm just so tired. And then I go, oh, I got to I gotta log in a Diablo Immortal. <laughs> like the fact that these, like, that that is a thought that yeah, these people, and they just go, well, if you, if you, if you want it that bad, you'll log in while your pet's on the operating table. You got some downtime. Like it's so gross. And I... That's why I, it just does not inspire hope for for Diablo Four. I, I, I in general I agree with Preston that I think Diablo Four will be more different. than like it, it'll probably be an Overwatch style. That will be, be that cosmetic, bad though, right? Because that's a but that's it is because well, so but, transmog and stuff is fine. Yep. But like it's 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 not okay, man. No, but, like, it, but at least that yeah, one is yeah, the, the whole point of Diablo. If you want to engage with it, if it's just no, but it. No, no, because the problem is, is that the point of Diablo, unlike Overwatch, Overwatch's point is playing a first-person yeah, team shooter. play skins or whatever. So, like, that's it. Like, And you, you don't actually see your character except the random parts you. where you do yeah. your ultimate. It's for ultimate, it's, it's, other, it's a dick-swinging contest for other people to show, like, hey, look how cool I am. I got this, and I look cool, blah, 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 blah. Diablo, like, the whole point is your character, and it's an isometric, top-down view, so you're seeing your character all the time, and the point is to see the gear and do the attack, do the moves, like, it's an RPG, like, the whole point is your fucking character, like, think about if you, for instance, I know, like, Alex, you love The Witcher, think about if all the gear in The Witcher was cosmetic-based and... So, Geralt just looked like a douchebag in regular clothes the whole game, unless you paid money to get cool clothes. So, it'd be annoying. Yes. So, can I say, I actually think you guys are being more optimistic. I think we will be lucky if it's just cosmetic. I actually think. Oh, and this is why I, I said, wasn't done. Okay, I was saying, this is why I said <laughs> yeah. I well, actually think. Yeah. It'll be more akin to what they're doing here or more like Kitchen Impact because yep. 
the game Diablo as a whole with the new classes of like barbar what are there's like the barbarian and then the dude that turns to a bear and something like the Well those are all the same classes that have always been in but the only no. new class they've ever at yes okay the real quick they took out wish doctor for uh yep. <clears throat> racial uh issues which is fair so Fair, yeah, but also the diversity. It is thing. your favorite it's, character. It's, it's, they, it's a funny yeah. thing that they did. So yeah. I, yeah. the diversity, sure. Those characters that they have in Diablo don't lend themselves well to different cosmetics. You're never going to be the saw, dude that turns into a bear and have like a neon green bear or like something. Good, like, dude. I, let me. As somebody who you plays, could? I'm telling you, Preston and I, like I have. I have obsessed over getting cool ass gear for my Diablo character hey. because I wanted it and it's good. Like they did, they good, made it a good point. Good gear is one thing, but but that's the thing is that all of gear probably won't be visual. Helpful. My character in Diablo three right now has I, I remember this yep. from what I did. It has uh, the mercy wings from Overwatch, so it has those cool ass like mech wings, mm-hmm. and also um, a Starcraft cruiser little tiny guy follows me around the entire time. Yep. That's the kind of cosmetic shit they're going to like drill into the ground. And I, don't, do that I, don't, I, agree with I don't think that's enough. It's, it's not. not. Well, so that's the thing that's, is that's I agree with you. I, I personally, my, I guarantee, what I'm saying is I guarantee that stuff, like what Preston and I are talking okay. about, okay. I guarantee that will absolutely sure. be in there. Sure. But my, in my heart of hearts, I think that there is a system that's going to be put in Diablo where I am going to have to roll or do certain things or actions or, or spend items that I can go and buy more of to get better rolls on weapons. So for the biggest thing is Diablo has always had a system uh, in, the, um, in the third game where if there were certain stats that you didn't like on a, on a weapon you had an opportunity to like re-roll them. You could use items that you could farm in dungeons and things to then re-roll the stats on those weapons and then be like, okay, cool. Now that I got this legendary drop, because it wasn't like that before, there was plenty of times where Preston could be playing as a witch doctor and get a legendary wand drop, but then the stats basically gave him like bonuses to... like bullshit like things that he would never want or Wasn't use or need to, yeah like it would be like strength like it would sure. have a, like a, a plus plus 70 strength and you go what the fuck do i need this for and so you would immediately just dismantle it and move on and so the finally after enough complaining blizzard finally was like okay we'll give you the option to re-roll this so that you can make sure that the weapons and shit that drop are the right ones that you was that their paragon system they added they added that like way later right yeah it was during the reaper of souls expansion i I think that was called paragon right it still costs something i don't know three yeah it's still it was an item you had to you had to go and farm it out in some (laughs) of the dungeons or whatever it wasn't Um, just the immediate yeah they will absolutely monetize that oh yeah Pay them they five will bucks make it so something. that when I yes, yeah. if if we're playing the game and then I'm playing as a druid Garb. and I get some sick fucking chess piece and I want it to be strength based because I decided that I'm you know the 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 talent tree that I'm specking into is the the bear one right sure so I'm a tank and it drops with an intelligence modifier I can roll it. And I guarantee you, like, 
they're like, okay, well, it's a 0.0001% chance that you get the stat that you want. Or you can pay for our super <laughs> fucking awesome scrying orb microtransaction, and it will make it so that you have a 10% chance now of getting the stat that you want or some bullshit. I'm going to be honest, though. If outside of certain ancillary cosmetics, even if I, I, I like... If they make it so that, like, cool-ass gear is tied behind, like, these microtransactions as well or anything, or some of the other stuff we're talking about, I don't give a fuck what changes happen at Blizzard and who goes to jail or who goes gets fired. I will never play that game. And you think, fuck that. on top of everything, like, there has to be a battle pass too, right? Like, it's guaranteed to have a, a season. Probably. A season oh, yeah. Pass well, so they, are, they are, so they already do, they already do they already seasons. Yeah. Like, where they do, now, they don't have a battle pass attached to it, but they do have a season. They've had them since Diablo 2, like, even way back, just on, when it was only on PC, where essentially you would start a new character and then. Go through it. Yeah. Go through the game and try to get the best gear, the best level, and you try to do the best, like, the fastest. Sure. They would have all sorts of different metrics that you could run against, and you would try to be the best player for that season. Like, and then if you did, then you would get, like, a cool title or a cool thing added, like, a cool effect added to your name so that when you joined games... Like your name would glow gold or something for a little while, yeah. you know, whatever. It's your it chance of getting those dope think, drops. But think about how easy that would be to do an actual battle pass of just stupid cosmetic y yeah, looking things. I don't know. Uh, like you know how you yeah. you know how you oftentimes like spawn into the dungeon? Like give yourself yeah. a glitter effect or like a slam yeah. effect. Oh, yeah. Or you know what I mean? Fires yeah. walking behind mm-hmm. you, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna be all sorts of shit like that. And Cosmetic things, I, I've grown over the years. Cosmetic things, I'm mostly okay with being. Yeah, it's engaged. the Starcraft Battle Cruiser cranking around. Yeah, right. dumb shit. That kind fine, of stuff, whatever. I'm cool with. Like, it is you know, like Monster Hunter is a great example. Persona. That game is so, Persona is another great example. That game is so, those games are so consumer friendly to the point where everything you can get in that game is dope, and then the cosmetics and things are just extra. I'll like, pay five bucks for more costumes. Yeah. For instance, Common Rider one this is for Persona. Alex and I, we, we did this, we talked about this all. Like, I, and I actually did this. No, the three of us did this when we played Rise. Monster Hunter Rise came out with a sticker, a Devil May Cry sticker mm-hmm. pack because it's made by Capcom. It was five bucks. I, loving Devil May Cry, went and bought the sticker pack because now the stickers that I use versus the stickers that you guys use when we're trying to do like the quick messages where it's like, you know, thumbs down or thumbs up or, Oh my God, the monster's here, you know, whatever. Instead of the in-game monster hunter characters being those stickers and doing that, mine is just Dante, Virgil, lady, Trish, like all that. (laughs) stuff. That to me, I think is fine. It is when your microtransactions are purely additive and there's no, there's nothing that I'm doing that other players are having a harder time doing then it's great. I'm yeah. totally fine. Because then you're just, hey, look, if you feel like you like Devil May Cry or you feel like you like this game enough that you want to toss a few extra bucks my way, this way, whatever, then dope. Cool. Yeah. Fall Guys, for the longest time, we all have we spent money it, doing yeah. that stuff. 
but that was before you know before they got bought by Epic. Mm, but no, like another great example when the Godzilla costume came out, you got it. one that game is free. But two, when the Godzilla <laughs> costume came out, I said I will be paying the ten dollars for that because I love Godzilla and I will be yeah, getting that costume. Fun time like Fall guys, yeah, and. Same right, like when I remember there was a Star Wars one, I think, and I Preston was like, "I'm gonna go buy that Star Wars costume because like that's, yeah, what I'm doing, like whatever it was, like." But that's my point is when when microtransactions are like that, it's fine. But this game is not going to do that. They are Blizzard is going to find a way to try and fuck you at every single turn, and they're going to kill Diablo doing it. But to to what you said, who cares? Because they're not. I mean, the, the upper management's not going to be there to nope. to embrace that impact, right? Like they're going to be gone, and it's going to be Microsoft's problem to deal with. Now, what'll be interesting yep. to see if they continue on this path, Activision Blizzard. What does Microsoft do? Do they look at a franchise like that and just kill it off and say there's so much ill will, or do they just reset? everything yeah i think that you'd probably my opinion is i think you'd see my i think microsoft especially with all the ip like that they've bought and shown that they're about to reboot like keep in mind they bought perfect dark from like after they when they bought rare from nintendo and all that other stuff a new perfect dark game is coming out like they are rebooting that or it's like a pseudo sequel or something but they microsoft is not scared to take one of the ips that it buys from people and then going it's over. But they, they have shown that they are not scared to do that. And so, you know, I don't think it would be the end of Diablo. No. I think I, I mean, think Microsoft would absolutely reboot it. Um, but... 4 is going to be the reboot. That's what it's going to be. 4 is going to be the reboot. 4 is going to be yeah. their, let's do something new with Diablo kind of deal. Because... I mean, if you've played three or know about the three story and the ending of that, it's you need to reboot that series. You need to do something different with that or just do something different altogether with that series. You cannot continue off of what happened at the end of three. Nope. Well, especially with Reaper of Souls, like I don't remember that they left anything sort of up to question. Kind of a bad ending. (laughs) Kind of as me being generous. I barely remember. I, I still. The, oh, the you don't remember thing. the main female character turning into the uh, prime evil and becoming the Diablo itself? <laughs> yeah, well, so it's like Diablo, Mephisto, and, and Bale destroys all he- together. Destroys yeah, heaven, destroys goes heaven. down hell. Yeah, I, yeah. That, so I will say that cutscene where she shows up. And pretty cool. Like, pretty fucking cool. All smoky like, and shit. In heaven. Brr, yeah, yeah. yeah, like that's pretty sick. Cool. I actually thought pretty that was cool. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then, but then. Reaper of Souls, they introduced a new, like, they introduced basically the Grim Reaper is the main bad guy because of reasons I don't remember. (laughs) Because reasons. Um, Which is crazy. I mean, that speaks to, that speaks to how far they've actually already gotten off. Just drop in a Grim Reaper. And like, like Blizzard in general, it it talks, it shows how bad their quality has suffered from losing those key people from back in the day. Because I can still tell you every single point in Diablo 2's story. Diablo 2... And it's and the expansion Lord of Destruction is so fucking good. To see Diablo three sort of just flub it like that. I I like Diablo three a lot. I'm not gonna say I that love anymore. Diablo three. I enjoyed from a my gameplay time perspective. With it. 
Yes. I, I, to be fair, like you're telling me, Christian, like I can do every point of Diablo 2. I'm the person to do every point of Diablo 3 because I play that game so many times over and over and over again. It's not even funny. Do you do, okay, well, do you remember what happens at the end of Reaper of Souls? Because I do not. I don't remember the resolution. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say that and then I think about it. I'm like, no. Yeah. I, I can't. No. But, that's, so, but, but I don't say that to say that I didn't enjoy my time with Diablo 3 because I played a shit ton of it. Like, that game is fun as fuck. To also, play, to be fair, with friends. I platinumed it before Reaper of Souls. So. True. You absolutely did. I don't even know. Yeah. I. So I think, like, that, like, especially in a co op sense, that game is fun as fuck Hell to yeah. play. Like, yeah. But it's just like mechanically, I love Diablo, Diablo three. It was just story wise, I don't think it hit as hard. No, but I think yeah. that speaks to just the writing talent and just the talent. Like Blizzard is just sort of hemorrhage talent. Over the, the changing years. of the yeah, God, the guard. I mean, yeah. dude, look at World of Warcraft, right? Like I, I am st- there now. To be fair, Probably there's not. nothing they could, there's nothing they could do to World of Warcraft to make me want to play that game again. But, um. There was a period in time where that game fucking owned. Like sure. it was, and they have just slowly been like, what if we just made something worse and worse and worse and worse and worse each time? <laughs> so that, you know, now we're at a point where the players are so upset and they, like, the director is so jaded by his own view of what he believes WoW should be that he just looks at the player base and just goes, well, I don't want to cater to you because you guys are a bunch of complaining assholes, so I'm going to make the game for other people. And it's like, you're not making the game for anybody because nobody wants to play it. Yeah, right. But, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I don't... I, do, I just... In this larger discussion, I think that it's just... It sucks because microtransactions, especially this one's... Or the ones this egregious, it just ru- it, it ruins a game. It poisons a game it can, and it can, yeah, it, a it can kill a franchise. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it creates a lot of ill will towards the player base. And, like, the problem, too, is when you read all of the stuff about the microtransactions and how gross it actually is, it doesn't encourage people on the edge to want to try it. Because, like, I, I would be, I would have to go into that game already understanding that your goal is not to give me a good experience, but to, to, make mo- yeah, to make money and screw me over. Like, not to yeah. create a better experience and... I th- I think that's just hard to get anybody to want to do. So you know you're you're gonna and you're gonna make money. But Blizzard is they, trying to figure out said, how to milk your teat. Is what they're trying to do. Yeah. Like, how do exactly. I get milk out of your tit? Is what they're trying like, to do. So graphic. think about this. The the, the, <laughs> the the messaging for this game, like when somebody it was a GM in the game or a GM on one of Blizzard's forums, but somebody from Belgium or the Netherlands complained. They were like, you know, hey man, what can we? Why isn't the game launching here? This was like right around launch, and they didn't know. And the employee responded with, well, so in Belgium and Norway, your gambling laws are too strict, and so we can't sell the game there. Um, And if you try to install it on your phone through some other way, like you're found playing in that region, I can't guarantee that you won't be banned, like permanently, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But my problem with it is the statement automatically from Blizzard and these employees is that, well, it's it's not our game that's the problem. It's not our shitty odds. It's not our predatory practices. It's not any of that that's the problem. It's your country's gambling laws 
it's that are the problem. But I mean, to be fair, if you read that and you go, oh, well, my country's just messed up. Like, screw, screw the Nordic countries. Like, yeah. you heard the words you're gambling. Like, your question should be, oh, that's interesting. Why does your game <laughs> fall under gambling regulation? I agree with right? you. Like, but what, yeah. yeah. And I would hope that most people would have that logical jump. But I, I just think... Like, the actual audacity of Blizzard and its companies and its people to say, like, like from higher-ups to message down to these customer service people to tell them, make sure that when people call and complain about this, to tell them that it's their local government's fault or it's their government's fault and not us should already tell you the mindset that these fucking people are operating in as far as when it comes to their opinion of you in their game. I mean, dude, we talked we talked about this with the last topic with the diversity thing. This co- this is the same company that came up with a diversity tool. Like these executives, <laughs> these people in the top, these managers, these the people in the decision spots. This is what, what this is what they think of you. Like you don't have an ethnicity, you don't have a gender, you don't have a race, you are just a little piggy with money, and they are going to figure out a way to get all of you to roll into the slop and hand out your money as fast as possible. And whatever they have to do to figure out a way to lull you as a little pig into a slumber (laughs) or a stupor enough to where you're willing to more willingly part with your money, that's what they're going to do. Like that yep. that's how I truly feel about yep. and and I feel that way about a lot of companies to be fair. Like I think my opinion on especially corporate like corporate culture is not a secret on this show, but like <laughs> Blizzard especially and Activision and that sort of thing. Like like I said during that last topic, make no mistake, the conversations that get leaked out of Blizzard, like this one, and the and the and the diversity, like those things, they are happening everywhere. Oh yeah, if it's it's, it's what can we get by with, and what are we okay? Like what can we get away if, with? If it comes yes. back on us, like what are we okay with? And if if that, can't get away with the witch doctor anymore. If that feedback comes back yeah. and they say <laughs> that like we will get too much negative press and it will affect the bottom line by three percent. We're not going to do it, right? Like that's what it is. That cost is that cost yeah. benefit analysis of what can we get away with versus the shit we'll get in return. Because think about it. Like I, I know for a fact that if if Sony could get away with this microtransaction model in Horizon right now, they would do it in oh, a yeah. heartbeat. They would do oh, it. Oh yeah. But the game costs three hundred bazillion dollars to make, and in a hopes to try to make some of that money back, they're charging you 70 fucking dollars for it already. And so, it, under the guise that it's to pay their developers, or but when it's not, it's it's just so that no. they can make more money. Yeah. And so, and they're doing it because it's their prestige titles and blah, 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 blah. blah. But, they are still even with the because of the cost of that game and all these other things they are not in a position in which they know that if they put that level of shitty monetization into the game nobody would buy it for 70 fucking dollars and if nobody buys it now I'm out 300 million dollars or whatever it costs to make Horizon right. and that's a problem right so they're not, but like 
I just want everybody to know that if if they could get away with it, they would do it. It's just somehow Blizzard and Activision have found a set of properties and characters and gameplay mechanics that have resonated with people over the last 30 to 40 years and they will never let go of that vice grip that they have around your wallet until you physically just walk away. Like, your options are going to either be to interact with their shitty garbage systems or not play their games. Yeah. And you... That's the only way that it will change, and that's the only way that something will happen about it. And even then, you know, you might... Like, the... There could be some smart money to be had on maybe Microsoft gets in and changes things and, and doesn't, but who knows? Like like I said, any of these companies will do it to you if they had the opportunity, and it could be argued that by the time this Activision deal comes around, I think that Microsoft will be at a very different place as far as its position in the industry, as far as like Mindshare is concerned. They might be in a position where they could be like, oh, the the screwing over doesn't stop. Like, we're here to make money. We spent $3 billion on, or however many, I don't remember what the actual, but however many billion dollars it was, the most it's ever <laughs> been in a game sale ever. We didn't spend this money for no reason. Yeah. Like, we're about to sell you the nastiest cosmetics that have ever been sold. Like... Because we're... Yeah, Blizzard. I mean, look, dude. Like, they already... Like, we we give a lot of kudos, and they deserve it for Game Pass being as customer-friendly as it is, and all those other things. And it should be noted that before I start talking shit on this store and this monetization model, the game is free, but... Halo Infinite's store and monetization model is trash. It's the worst yeah. thing about that game. It's not great. Like, yeah, it sucks. Bar none. And my, that is the same Microsoft marketing department that is going to be overseeing Blizzard and Activision. So if they feel like they can get away with it and make a, a good enough case, they will make those developers do it. Like, oh, yeah. So it's I I think that because you just have to walk away from those games like you know I think the the other argument though is that Halo sort of falls into the same thing as Overwatch in which as egregious as those prices are it is purely cosmetic and it does not affect the way you play the game like Somebody who has Halo is going to, day one, playing on a free account with a free battle pass and not doing anything, is going to play the exact same way that we are. The three of us who have spent money in the game, yeah. have put hundreds of hours into it, whatever. Same thing with Overwatch, right? Like, I, you don't have to interact with that. Like, the Genji player that plays Genji with a default skin and no extra anything is going to play the exact same one yeah. as the one that's in the Chinese New Year costume. Yep. But the Diablo stuff is it's more of a problem because it affects the way and the ability that you have to actually interact with and play the game. And 
I, I still believe that if any one of these companies can get away with figuring out a way to do it, they're going to do it. Oh, 100%. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting to see as we see more um, of this game and as we see more of Diablo 4 as it gets closer and closer and closer to release, what they do incorporate and what they try and sneak in under the radar, right? Because, like, honestly, their goal right now is going to be minimizing the press and the way they're going to minimize the press on this game is what I've already seen. I follow a podcast and a podcast follows us um, that made a comment in one of their stories the other day. I don't want to call them out directly, but made a comment in one of their stories and said like, you know, Diablo immortal with like the, the stuff is a good game, but like at the end of the day, it's a mobile game. What did you expect? First of all, I'm going to say that's not fair because do better, right? Like we've talked about, it, there it's, are it's something, great do, mobile games out there. Dude, there I, I literally, a, well, I literally look at my phone right I, now. I have Sky on my phone. That I, well, I don't. That's play. a game that I forgot to. Or I think I think I forgot to break up is because I don't actually play mobile games all that often. You guys know that, but like, none of us do. You're, no, you're right, Alex. Do better. I've been playing a game on mobile called What the Golf, mm-hmm. and that game fucking owns. It is so much fun. It's like a little weird mini golf game. All this other stuff, and like you do crazy shit in it. And it's got all. But yes, I agree with you. Well, so do I think I think that the days of mobile like transactions and microtransactions in mobile games are behind us by and large. They still exist. Sure. I don't mean that. But yeah. I remember when it was a big deal that every mobile game had microtransactions. Anymore that's not the case, right? Yeah, so, now it's like ad-based mobile games where yeah. you have to watch ads right. or things to to get through a certain amount of the game. Or so I say do better, but to the comment of, of the, the people that, you know, in that story that was like, oh, it's a mobile game, what do you expect? That's perpetuating what Blizzard Activision wants you to say. They want to minimize yep. the story, and if they can say, hey guys, it's a mobile game, like, what do you expect? That's good this press to them, game. because people, and people will skip it, money. but mm-hmm. if they can minimize that and keep kind of hidden what they're going to do for four until all the pre-orders are made, then we'll see like yeah. what actually goes in. And, and I think it's going to be really interesting to see what's going to come of Diablo four. I think they're going to try and sneak a I, lot of things in yeah. there that people are going to be real pissed off about after they've already paid. And after the game goes live. Yeah. I bet you there's going to be a moment where they're going to look at people and go, you thought the auction house was bad. <laughs> At get least, ready for at what least, we're going to cancel at the beginning of this game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At least, at least we gave you fuckers the ability to make money, like real, real money, money on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. At least we gave you guys the opportunity, a couple of you, to feed in to 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 suckle at the trickle down economics <laughs> of our fucking shitty auction house. At least we gave you fuckers the ability to do that. You whoa. Be now we're that. really gonna fuck now you in like order that. to participate in the auction house. You're gonna have to transfer your real money into Diablo coin. And oh, <laughs> stop! Stop right now. You put in the ether. I hate that you said that. Yeah, it's, oh, it's true. Also, by the way, because I think uh, never mind. I'll wait until we're about to end of the show You're and fine. I'll give my final thought. Well, that, that's my final Diablo. thought. I it's, just said yeah, I, I think they're the gonna minimize thought. that press, and we're, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do between now and then. I think it's gonna get worse with that company before it gets better. Um, and to your point, Christian and Preston, both of you, I think said it. It's, I, I want to know what's going on in Bobby Kotick's head because I do feel like he's trying to tank this company as long I as he too. before this deal goes through. Right, yeah. And yeah. I don't he know what's happening. He's like, fuck this. He, I, I know around. why. It's because he saw the bad press about him and he saw the shit that 
Phil Spencer had to say before the deal went through where Phil Spencer was like, hey, look, we're reevaluating our relationship with Activision. And now don't everybody don't get it twisted. Microsoft said that because one, they're in a position to say that. And two, because of shit. I do believe that in this moment, Phil Spencer is probably an all right guy. Like I, I'm oh, sure yeah. if I met Phil Spencer, Spencey I think great. that he would be a fine person. He's also a very, very rich man that has a lot of power. So let's all Loves keep that in games. mind. Good guy. But I think that he's proven over his time in the company that at, as of this moment, I don't things people change is all I'm going to say. But <laughs> as of this moment, he has proven himself to just be a fan of video games and just want to see video games get better. And he sure, specifically sure. wants that to happen on the Microsoft platform. Great. Totally fine with that. All that stuff is great. But, that, and that's why I think that he said those things about Bobby Kotick and about the company and, and all those things. I don't, you know, but I also think that there is an aspect of it of it would be really good press for Microsoft and good guy Phil Spencer to get out there and say those things. But all that being said, I think that Bobby Kotick absolutely saw all of those things and said to himself, all right, fucker, like, um, he kept a little Ryan from the office style black book and started <laughs> writing people's names in it to remember who all fucked him over during this time when Activision was plummeting. And he's like, I'm going to find a way. Like, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to find a way to fuck up your guys' money. Because if, if my money's getting fucked up, then everybody else's money's getting fucked up. Like, that's, that's, how, these riches, that's how these rich people think. Oh, Preston, Fair. final thoughts? <laughs> um, I don't have much more to okay. put in that. I, I do know what I'm titling this episode is Diablo Immoral. Yeah. That's a great title. Yep, that's a good one. Exactly what the title's going to be. So then... Alex, if you don't mind, I think I'll take the show out yeah, this time and, and give Preston's thing. I just want to say uh, to all of our listeners and everybody, um, you know, I've got nothing but love for y'all and the, the, the testing room students is, I think, what I'm going to call students. you now. Um, hey, look, it's off the cuff, man. Hey, should it be assistants? The testing room assistants? Assistants? Sure. Testing room assistants. Yeah. 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 Our yeah, laboratory yeah, assistants we'll, here we'll, at the we'll, testing we'll, room. We'll workshop this. <laughs> hey, assistance works for me. That's what we're doing right now. Uh, I, you know, got nothing but love for y'all. I'm happy that you listen to the show. Um, but I just want to say to the ether, just all these people out here, especially uh, a one Mr. Seth Green, uh, I'm happy that your NFTs were stolen. I hope that anybody who <laughs> listens to this, you had to. all of your you NFTs are to. stolen. And... Uh, because of Alex's Diablo coin comment, I think that if you invest money into crypto, I hope you lose it. And with that, Preston, you know what to do. Um, we'll hit it, but I do want to say that uh, <laughs> next month will be our one-year anniversary. Uh, I want to get everybody ready for that. Um, no shit. But I also want to get both of you two ready, because I think the next episode we should do, because it is the sixth month of the year, we should have a mid top five games of the year so far. I think, I think we should do like the game of the year, kind of uh what are our games of the year? Essentially state of the game of the year, yeah, state, <laughs> state of the game of the year Yeah, <laughs> for the next episode. Uh, I think so. Keep that in your head, toil that around, start getting those lists going. 
Uh, but other than that, yeah. Let's hit it. This has been The Testing Room. Music by at Damien Crow on Instagram. Logo and art by at RavePet. Interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at TestingRoomPod or email us at TestingRoomPod at gmail.com. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all of your favorite podcasting apps. And make sure to share us with your friends. Thanks, and see you next time.